Hi, my name is Precious Gaza. Hello, I'm Annette Kinshete. I'm a consultant public health physician. And today we spoke about sickle cell and realities of living with it. Yes, today we talked about many things around sickle cell, living with it, dealing with it, treating it, managing it, and a lot of many other fun things that we talked about. Are you into big boom? I actually do want to travel around Nigeria. It's just a oh, trip. Got to go. The bounce is back. The question. The teacher said, "Is it time for questions? <laughs> Can't you wait?" This is the podcast for you. I mean, just a sidebar to Christian. Nobody's getting saved by the fact that you're not getting some. Act of being an adult, grown up, city. <laughs> yeah, what we're talking about. I said what I said. The unsolicited opinions podcast starts now. Who was prepared for this? Hello, boys and girls. Hello, all. How are you all doing? The bounce is what today. Well, before we decide what the bounce is, half of the bounce went to the beach and had a good time. Okay. I yes. can't believe this. Let's address that. Before <laughs> that, let's introduce, well, I guess to introduce themselves yes. before we discuss <laughs> this particular matter. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, my love. I am Precious Gaza. Okay. And should I still yeah, 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 yeah. Go ahead. And I'm the content creator and single cell advocate. Awesome. Yes. Excellent. Okay, my name is Annette Akinshete. I'm, I'm a doctor. I'm a public health physician. And when, when I say public health, when you say, okay, well, can you, I can come down to anybody's level. I talk with the community. I, in fact, that's where I found my voice, speaking with the community away from the clinical um, aspects of medicine. And um, because my, my first specialty was in anesthesia and, and to be locked up in the four walls of, the, of an operating room was not my style. So coming out into the community and talking to people, that's where I found my voice. So I like this kind of banter. <laughs> I'm, I'm being here and I'm being with young people. I enjoy that. Amazing. Now back to you. <laughs> you were also in the community yes. this weekend. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was just, I, I'll tell you about my weekend. I spent my weekend as a working gal. I was at my factory site from Friday to Sunday, literally the entire day. Mm-hmm. So this does, I didn't do anything this weekend apart from work with, you know, with laborers. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was productive, but whatever. Now, you know, I just came home scrolling through my Instagram. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. <laughs> I just saw that Jola, I just, Opened Jola's story. I saw beach. I thought I canceled it. I went back. Wait, let me cross check again because you guys have heard on this podcast <laughs> where Jola is always making noise about what she doesn't like the beach. She doesn't like the beach. So ask me why she was at the beach this weekend. Well, ask me. I think I even saw you inside the pool. I said, I can't believe it. I said, guys, excuse me. Not only is she at the beach. This is someone that said she doesn't like sand. <laughs> so let's, so, you know, what is my conclusion? First of all, she's a liar. That's, that's obviously number one. First of all, you're a dirty liar. Number two is that that means that me, when I want to invite her to the beach, is not good enough for her. No, but when no, other people <laughs> want to take her to the beach, doesn't she no, has no, a lot of no, spare time no. and what energy? So I just want you guys to take note of all the things that go on on this podcast, so that the day this place scatters, you you will know why. I was very surprised. Okay. My friend had a bridal shower, and I thought it would be somehow if I don't make an appearance. So I went there begrudgingly. I must say, imagine my shock and surprise, and I started having a good time. <laughs> Everything was very very plain and simple. We didn't have to walk too far. You know, sometimes they say the beach house is. Inside, you have three to kilometers, excuse on the front me. of one quad bike. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Very, very easy going. I 
actually, I'm very surprised I enjoyed okay. myself. So now you're, yeah, beach I'm into the beach. Okay, now you want to be going to the beach. So why are people going to be seeing life jacket on my stories Now we should invite you to the beach or? No, let's I don't get guided. There are many things that were nice about the beach. Like what? The first thing is there are no men. I was going to point that out. That <laughs> actually part of the reason one can have a great time mm-hmm. is if it's all girls. Yeah. yeah. So like my body dysmorphia wasn't bothering me. Nothing. No, no, no. Like none of my friends cared what I was wearing. Nobody was trying to talk to me. It was just nice. <gasps> okay, people Easy are not trying to talk to you when you're out. Is that what you're missing? Well, I'm just asking to clarify because when she she said that as if every time she goes out, oh my god, <laughs> men are just bombarding her in a swimsuit. Yes, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes, so it was nice. I had a I had a very like relaxed and it, good. time. That's nice. And for a very very big wedding on Saturday as yes. well. Oh my goodness, there's a lot going. I on. I saw that looked like a lot of fun. It Everyone was. looked nice. The Ashabi was. Oh yeah, so it was beautiful. Was, was a lot of fun. Maybe it's a bit too much fun. Yeah. What did you do this weekend, Dr. Hey, Can I remember? I was working. Okay, no, yesterday was my brother-in-law's um, 60th birthday. Oh, wow. So even though we couldn't be with him in the, in the, in New Jersey, uh, we joined, you know, the, oh, one Zoom. of the Zoom parties. It wasn't even Zoom, another platform. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> but we joined and we cut our own cake at home. Oh, wow. I love I like Yoruba that. people. <laughs> uh, are you telling me? This I Yoruba like people? that a lot. Yoruba. <laughs> but my husband had gone and bought some, a nice cake. Yeah. And oh. had happy birthday, Tunji. So I did a video in <laughs> and I made sure everybody, everybody was there. <laughs> and then the young ones, the young people sometimes don't like to mingle with older ones so I kept calling my niece Shalewa where are you young people you like to be on your own and I was I was doing the videoing but I finally caught her on the phone on the video and every, it was fun that was yesterday um, Saturday I worked I was in the studio mm-hmm. see serious people <laughs> <laughs> what did you do um, yesterday um, Thank you a couple asking. of friends and we just booked an Airbnb and had like games nights oh, nice. so it's really nice mm-hmm. it's a fun weekend <laughs> yeah yeah came into Lagos I was stressed because I mean I'm a Puja person mm. so you guys are into a slow life yeah so <laughs> like it was a bit much for me but like I think I'm easing into the Lagos life a little mm. Joy and Pama in Lagos. I saw <laughs> that. I was waiting for her to message me. I saw he's on this podcast. She's going to hear about it. I saw that. I said, ah, ah, ah. I'm seeing this wall. Is this not knock by a lot? So yeah, I saw oh, that. Abuja Having friends. a sweet time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of Abuja people around. There's I a wedding. Like, I was, was wedding. I was just asked, is there a convention? There was yeah. a wedding. Actually, yeah. came to a conference. Well. Yeah, there okay. was a wedding. I think a bunch of Abuja Good, people Because came. I was like, wait, what's going on? Um, nice. So, okay. That's very good. Before we get into our topic of the day, we help with dilemmas. Yeah. In this podcast. Now, doctor, mm-hmm. I want to let you know that a lot of people have These a lot are not the clinical dilemmas. That <laughs> <laughs> These dilemmas are much less wise. They, you know, much less <laughs> serious. These are what you call self-inflicted <laughs> problems. Okay. By and large. So, where I can come in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this person calls herself the FK to my jaws. Someone, can I just say that someone added me on Instagram Mm -hmm. and their handle is FK's wine glass. (laughs) And I I wanted to to check them back. Are you, are you, yeah, the problem is they only follow you. (laughs) So I was like, this is a new account spirit. (laughs) (laughs) You know. Okay. So this person says, hmm, guys, this one is long, but I'll try to make it short. Please, Jola and FK, help me out before I finally break a marriage of over 16 years. Eh? 
There are three main characters in this scenario. One, there is my auntie, in brackets, my uncle's wife, who once called me a shameless disgrace. Why? Because she found out I had a little late night encounter with her cousin that came visiting one time. Unrelated, Sha, I had a good time and I think she should look into her family more often. Then there is my uncle, a chronic womanizer and follower of anything that has breasts and a big bum. Three, there is me, innocent and very much in need of a solution. Now let's get into the problem. Last Christmas, my uncle's wife didn't come back to Nigeria with the kids. They spent Christmas in London. But my uncle stayed back in Nigeria because he had, in quote, stuff to attend to. Indeed, this man had a lot of stuff to attend to because the variety was a lot. Today, she's six feet. Tomorrow is Caucasian. Next week is one Americana. The man changed women like babies, changed diapers. And mind you, I knew 100% of what he was doing was bad, but I can't really say anything because I live in his house and I'm on his payroll. Well, the devil, as I can see, has worked remotely and very hard to frustrate me this time. Because tell me why after four months, I received a call from my uncle's wife asking about the events that took place in her absence during Christmas. May I also add that this auntie has really pushed for my success in the house. She is the reason I was able to do my master's in the UK. She bought me my first car and it's super nice. But let's not forget, she has also called me a disgrace because I slept with her cousin. Anyway, I lied to her that I really wasn't at home during Christmas, so I don't know what happened. Only for this woman to tell me the chef told her I was at home throughout the holidays and even assisted in the kitchen. You can imagine my reaction. How do I lie again? Anyway, she's back in Lagos, but I'm in Abuja. And she has promised to call me to call me back next weekend, and I am extremely scared. According to my mom, the woman has endured a lot during the marriage and has finally decided to divorce my uncle if she finds out the story she's hearing um, are true. Now everyone in his family is looking at me like, hmm, I don't know that man. And I don't know what to do. Guys, help me out. If you find yourself in such a situation, what would you do? The worst thing is this woman can be extremely angelic and very devilish. I wonder what she'll do if she finds out that I lied to her. But if I tell her the truth, the marriage is done. This is my first time sharing a problem. So you guys know it's really, really bad. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, she said that if she says that the marriage is done, this is yeah. the marriage that we're looking at. <laughs> okay, it's not done already before now. No, if okay, she says it's, it's, she's the one that's going to be the destruction of yeah, the marriage. Yeah, she's going to not, say... She said... Not the uh, party pack of women that no, have been no, in no. the household. It's how... They're using her as a witness, as a corroborating witness. And she should scatter it. That's my personal opinion. You think she should say... I think she should even... She should, even, she should even describe it. There was one wearing red. <laughs> that one. I like her. She was nice. <laughs> I think she should even scatter it completely. Yes. Because let me tell you the problem that she's having. Everyone wants to make it. It's not her fault now. Was she the one bringing them? No. First of all, also, where, why is the cookie involved? <laughs> I want to address that. Can't you mind your business? <laughs> so my own is, I don't, I don't understand what the issue is. Don't you want her auntie to be free? No, you know how so the the actual relative is the uncle. Oh, the auntie yes. is like an the auntie outside in law. Yes, the in law. Okay, so but her auntie has been very nice to her. My main concern is homelessness because if that <laughs> man if that man sends her out, what do, are we going to take her? In? He's also her employer. Don't Let me forget. just say that I don't have space. Neither do I. You've her. been to my house. So the thing I, I'll just mention that this advice I'm giving <sighs> you is. Uh, you know when they when they write apart at your own risk, <laughs> take this at your own risk. Number one, I don't have anywhere for you to stay. Number two, no I don't job. know what line of employment you are in. We, you can see this place is full. There's <laughs> no more jobs since this podcast studio. But personally, maybe this is just my own personality. I would have scattered it before now. The problem I would have written is 
I told her everything. What should I do now <laughs> about my home? <laughs> so what I suggest is that you start looking to other family members that have spare room <laughs> and you start to mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I just feel like at this point, she knows that you know. It's she wrong. also knows. And like, I don't know. Yeah, she's done. Mm. If she's really done, then it's not on you now. She's the one calling you to ask you. So you kind of, at this, like, it's different if she didn't call you and then you went up to her to say, oh, look at what I saw. If she calls me, ah, excuse me, auntie. <laughs> mm, you won't even believe it. <laughs> hey! What was going yeah, on? This is what I was really doing 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> every day, every day. <laughs> what? <laughs> I would have said this story from beginning to end. I'm sorry. If she had been enduring, I will now continue her endurance. No, anything she wants to do from there, she should do it. Is it my fault? Doctor, what do you think? I've heard a lot, you know, the rundown, yeah? But I didn't hear anything about the conversation between her and her uncle. Ah, did they have, did they have any conversation? I highly doubt. That's just something I'm curious about. Oh, it's missing. It's missing in the story. Uncle, who is that? <laughs> conversation has to happen between your uncle. However, however, bottom line is that no matter what, the truth will always emerge. It will come out. So, is her for her? Just tell the truth, and you can never go wrong. It'll be hard. I'm she not can saying, be homeless. Yes, <laughs> it may wrong. be rough. Thank you. Good. It may it's be rough. outside at home, but that's truth. That truth. Nothing, nothing beats the truth. Mm, so she nothing beats her. the truth. But I, and then I, still, I still think that conversation has to be had with her uncle. With her, oh, as it, yes. that's her boss. It doesn't matter. First of all, she has even lost. The, it doesn't two matter. She, has she didn't, she didn't she talk about to, it at all. She's going to be correct <laughs> whilst being homeless and, and also unemployed. <laughs> you said, so you, I feel like she you should said, hold on to the truth because that's writing, all she has currently. You said writing and she should start scouting around for She should start asking around. Yes. If she tells her auntie, she should say, sorry, do you have anywhere that I can't Yes. Auntie, before we start, I want to know. Before we start, I want to know your plans. What the housing situation is. Yes. And also, she should clarify that this kind of thing now is her auntie's plan to say, it was hard. She told me. Oh, uh-huh. So these are some of the things she needs to clarify mm-hmm. the finer details so she can know exactly when she should start packing. Mm-hmm. Like if it's like after, immediately after the conversation that she should just pack her things or hard thing. she should wait. Maybe yes. her auntie is going to give her like two weeks <laughs> to find accommodation. These are serious oh, matters. Mm. And these are real life issues. Yes. Hard, hard, I mean, hard. this happened to me before, hard. but given that I am me, the conclusion was quite different. <laughs> Because what happened is he bought a pair of shoes and like, I was like, oh, wow, these are so nice. Like, you know, so we had traveled and, and we were staying together. So I was like, oh, these are so nice thinking. For I just your... assumed that they were for my auntie. Aunt. Ah, whatever size. I said, um, sir, <laughs> this is not her size. Hina said, hmm, that's true. I said, but you know whose size it is? Mine. <laughs> Hina said, oh, but I said, but what? But what? I said, okay, you bought it for me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I called my auntie, wow. Uncle Hina said, oh, you should buy me one in the same size. That's how the two of us collected. And she knew exactly what was going, going on. on. That's how the two <laughs> of us collected. She, she called me and said, thank you, Jerry. Rubbish. <laughs> so since then, he has never bought anything in my present. <laughs> but I still have the shoes very nice. You see? So sometimes you have to meet them where they're at. But for me to be discussing, oh, who is the shoe for? No, no, no. I just said that. Oh, the shoe, mo- it's obvious. <laughs> it's obvious. Why would you buy a shoe in my size? That's not for me. <laughs> or my auntie. It's obvious to me. Who shoe it is. So he was now stuttering. I said, uncle, 
Because the story I'm going to have to tell her about this shoe is better I say that. So I put it at the family group that wow, look at the shoe. I buy a second pair. Good for you next time. Maybe you try and be sharper with your movement. <laughs> so I wish Fred, do you have anything to add? To no, this, I agree with you. Maybe if we should be able to have that, this girl can branch. <laughs> I think that that's been. Oh, she can stay with her. Okay, our final question. Oh my goodness. This person says, this person's name is Money is the Problem. Good. Says Jola and FK, my enemies are calling me but to move back to Nigeria. Ah. Would you guys say there's still a significant amount of people moving back currently? And any advice for me if I decide to? Or should I tell my mother to climb Buriuki and pray about what's going on? Maybe I can lie and say I'm moving back to find a husband so she can let me be. Living in the US has become really ridiculously expensive and it is the absolute ghetto. Love you guys. Mm. 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 Good. <laughs> it really issues really too. <clears throat> Real. I feel like you have things to say yes. because the way you, you, way you are homing and homing, <laughs> the way you are homing and homing, it's true. Fresh, what do you think? Oh, I should. Okay, well, since she says it's the US, I honestly don't blame her. Like, if maybe she was in the UK, I'd say, ah, yeah, stay there, oh, stay there. But like, it's the US, and it's actually the ghetto. So she can, she can. When you say the ghetto, what do you mean by <laughs> the ghetto exactly? Hmm. The, where. where my friend, my friend, my friend says US is is a third world country wearing Gucci belts, <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't agree more. Wow, like, yeah, absolutely. The is oh my goodness, uh-huh, yeah. the like the healthcare is have. bad, mm. the shootings, the yeah. racism, mm, the, the security issues, safety issues, it's just wild. Yeah. So mm. I would say. You know, African friends, when you say anything about marriage, they agree with you. So, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good that she says she's coming to look for her husband. Oh, they come, come, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, well, we'll be on the lookout for you, yes, my dear. Yes, and they'll be sending she prospects. She's one of my friends. Ah, <laughs> uh, her son, Shala. Yeah. Very <laughs> handsome. Oh, my dad. That's the first thing. That's the first thing. He's a doctor. <laughs> Medical doctor. My dad, my dad did this annoying thing a few weeks ago. So, my dad started saying, oh, like, this family friend was coming to the house. Come to us. I was like, oh, that's nice. Then I came to my room. I said, Shabi, you come and greet. I was like, yeah, but I'm going out later. And I said, okay, what time? Because I need to know because they're coming. <laughs> so I kept thinking that my uncle has been to this house a few times. Like, what is going on here? Only for like 30 minutes before my dad came to my room. So is this what you were here to greet? I said, I don't think it's a big deal. And I said, okay, I didn't mention he's coming with his son. I said, oh. <laughs> now we're talking. I said, oh. And I said, hmm. So is this the wig you wear? Or there's another one. I was like, uh, "Daddy, I don't, I don't understand what is going." He said, "No, because they are coming, so you will greet." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Oh my goodness! So I came down to greet. Had not said to Jola, you know, Pastor Kini Kini Kini. I was like, "Good afternoon." And the son. <laughs> this is his son. U.S. lower. <laughs> this is his son. I said a very dry. Hi. I said, she has a program. <laughs> I said, a podcast. A program. <laughs> program. So she into media. Oh, man, she. Oh, my goodness. I was like, okay. Uh, then there was dinner. So I, would, I wasn't eating because I was going out. But then I said, okay, you are really going. <laughs> I said, yes, I'm Why going. Why the boy a chance? I'm going. Because he looks equally as irritated. 
They did not tell him what he came there to do. <laughs> they did tell me what I what was going I on. I hate those things. So and I, I definitely never play into them. I went to change, carried my bag with glee. I said goodbye I to you. I always tell all. the person that come. You, as as in, are you are you going to remain part of this? They tried it one time, but I just told him that. See, me and my brother, we are going out. You can come with us, so and then like we can drop you wherever it is that you actually want What's to, to be. Go because let me just this thing is not gonna work out. <laughs> I can yeah, I don't even know you. I can assure you that the way this began, it was so funny because my dad thinks he's he's not slick at all. Yeah. It's like, also bad because plan? sometimes parents or like don't realize the people. So my mom wanted me to meet like she keeps talking about this her friend's son, and I'm like, hey, yeah? you you are still remembering him from when we were all. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I said, this man is one with the road. <laughs> this, do I call it a rolling stone? <laughs> so she always said, he's a nice boy. I said, he's not a nice boy. Yeah. He's a wicked man. He's a, he has to become a wicked <laughs> man. Like, if I attach myself to this boy, his tears is you that you'll be wiping the tears. That way, okay, that's where you'll be on the prayer mountain. Oh, man. She keeps saying, Oh, he's such a nice boy. And you said, I said, Oh, I said, it's because he's greeting you. Good evening, Nancy. Yeah, my mom. That, yeah, I'm like, Excuse me. My mom asked this, me about this boy has spoiled. My mom asked me about this guy. She was like, Oh, but she said, and I really liked him. I said, Well, mommy, you know, no. she said, I used to hear the voice. Lovely. <laughs> and she keeps going, Oh, but he's so nice. And I'm like, Yes. Because when you come to his house, you're greeting his mom and he's in and out. <laughs> you you don't know him. Say, oh, how, how bad can it be that I should not take the opinions of other people? I, <laughs> I said, sis, I want you to trust me on this one. This is not the person that you want me to be. With. She said, no, he asked about you. I said, it's good. I know. <laughs> he will do that. I said, I'm not the He asked about all, trust me, all, all women. <laughs> he asks about them. Don't worry. Anyway, back to this lady. Let me tell you a profound discovery <coughs> that I made this weekend. Mm-hmm. Profound because this song Booga has been stuck in my head. And so I realized that what I need to do is so that the song is not useless to me. I need to make it profound. And this is where I'm going for this baby. There's a line in that song, very prophetic. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You don't know. You no, know I'm waiting I'm for going. you to tell me what You don't know is. where I'm going. You see, he said, Brother Keys. He said, when I land, what do you say? I land on a what? Is there a soft landing on a what? A sofa floor. Meaning what? Heaven on earth. Do you get that? No, no. <laughs> you get me. No, no. Oh my gosh. When I land, mm-hmm. it's a soft landing on a sofa, sofa floor. Mm-hmm. Eh, not bed. Sofa floor. Floor. Sofa floor. floor. Mm-hmm. The floor is soft. And people were laughing at, oh, what does that mean? I said, it's because you guys don't have the third eye. You guys are not in the spirit. Any, okay. A lot of you on this podcast are into sin anyway. So that's why you can't get it. <laughs> okay. But I, I'm explaining to you, and this is where I'm going with this girl. A soft landing on a sofa floor. What is that akin to what? Heaven on earth. Okay. Do you, are you with me? I'm waiting to see where you're because going. Because when you land, mm-hmm. soft land, let me explain to this girl what's going to happen when she lands. That is not what you call a sofa floor. <laughs> is she with me? <laughs> that True. is what you call a hat. <laughs> stop it's a stony, stony ground. ground a stony floor a bed of what thorns <laughs> is what she is landing on this is now going to be a soft landing because like brother Keys was encouraging us 
to aim for. Mm-hmm. That's what you strive for. Mm-hmm. A soft landing on the sofa floor. This Lagos <laughs> is <laughs> a bed of tones. God bless you. Uh-huh. It is a stony floor. So the truth is America is the ghetto. I, I have always said that. Mm-hmm. I really don't like the US. Having said that, if you're listening to it and like, let's say you want to invite us to a show in the US, it doesn't mean, <laughs> it doesn't mean I'll still go. I'm talking about living there long term as a black Mm. I just as black person it's not ideal I really think that but right now I can't say to you that Lagos is is more ideal than living in the US so you're just gonna have to pick your battles and they're different places in the US yeah they are different places depending on where you are it might be worse than like others but I get Mm. it being expensive Mm. the truth is yeah life here is cheaper probably but you're earning less money so yes and the lessness is lessening the lessness and the the thing is the quality of that less like i said it's not a sofa floor i want you to take this (laughs) very seriously everybody's always posting about soft life my dear who are lying you see that when they're on bus they don't post (laughs) god bless you we lie a lot out of the bus that they start posting Uh, we lie inside the bus people don't people don't post on okada (laughs) let me just yarn what the the reality of the situation when light has gone nobody posts there's no Right. So <laughs> my point is just, I mean, I don't, I, I think that like it's valid mm-hmm. that you're tired of your life. But what I say is gauge it first, maybe like dip in, depending on what kind of work. Take your sabbatical. Give it like a month or two, mm. not in Christmas. No, like no, now, no, 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 no. Like in the middle of the year. Mm. Cause Christmas is also very deceitful. Everybody's right. having a good time. Absolutely. You know, their events. Down. That is not what's happening now. Mm. In fact, you should come now. This is even a lecture season so you can see what really going on like. and that is really my profound word of advice mm. well, that she should try her life to be landing on the sofa floor <laughs> that she's a young person to yeah. Yeah. So at every point life in life I've taken it very seriously now anywhere I see that there's no sofa floor I don't go there <laughs> but you're building a factory <laughs> this is Okay, <laughs> you don't have to bring that up you don't have to bring that up once yeah. I leave the site when I go home onto what Sofa, sofa floor. floor. <laughs> in fact, I'm changing my whole floor <laughs> to a sofa, sofa floor. floor. For a soft landing. <laughs> I think it's very profound and no. a, a word for life. This is a word for the season. I and don't she's think doing she should come. Is not part of it. Not even for a month. But it depends on what she's doing there as well. Yeah. Mm. What does she do? Where does she live? Okay, because she said that she said she said get to. Yeah, she, she said, said right? So then must, that, that's she doesn't true. mean the actual. She doesn't mean like the actual. She means okay. like so when we say something is a ghetto, like metaphorically is rough. Okay, rough. We're not having a good time. We're not having a good time. It's There's no ghetto. doubt. But since the Trumpian era, quite frankly, yeah, the, the um, life for a black person in America is not. It's what it's oh, When I was growing up in the sixties, in the sixties, it was America was not even a place to go. Our parents went to the UK. They trained them in England and everything. They came back home. And eventually in the 70s, when, you know, uh, uh, my own, uh, you know, contemporaries are going to America, those who went to America were those who failed school sets. Oh, ah, oh yes. Yikes. Uh-oh. If you didn't do well in that's how it happened. If you did, if you passed well, your exams and everything, you went to university in Nigeria. Nigeria was it. Oh, wow. And first tax 77, first tax in 1977, drew many Americans to Nigeria. Black and white. Oh, the Many of the law. blacks uh-huh. refused to go back to America. It was, it was like, the government was sweeping them away. Go yeah. back, go back to your country. So Nigeria was it. Then, you know, so, so there's still hope though. That's, that's, oh, what, that's what I was not, it's now. That's what I don't know, now, now. But I still want to put out that, 
yeah for, for the young people for young people my i tell my children the same thing and my grandchildren now and i want my grandchildren to know nigeria to see it will still be better <laughs> well, i hope so but let me tell you what it i suggest in the meantime you have to create your own sofa floor there. Yeah, thank, thank As for you. the country, like that. that's not where we're headed. I like, you see, there's so much where we're headed individual is success. Place. Individual successes, mm. right? And there may be not quite a collective yeah. success just yet. But I, I think there's hope because we have the capacity. Individually. Yeah, very much individual, very much like your own, your own bubble. The, the Lagos mm-hmm. I enjoy, like, is mine. Yeah, like know. when I'm out in like the public Lagos, like yeah. on the road, I'm not having a good time. In the in the spaces that I've, that I've created yeah. for myself, yeah. that's any place I enjoy. So when people just say, "Oh, Lagos," I say, "Well, it's depending on what you mean, love." Mm. Because let me tell you, there's some areas there's no joy there. They don't have one single sofa yep. floor. They don't have, like currently now. There's no sofa floor. Trust me. They don't. They don't know about uh, rough, a lawless area. Nigeria is good. I lived in America for almost ten years too. You know, but at the t- working in the United Nations was a kind of cocoon away from me. Mm. But you know, but I would live in a small town called Edgewater across from New York. Mm. It was quiet, you know. But I was so drawn to come back to Nigeria. Yeah. So this, there's something here. I think the truth is, I, I was having this conversation with someone that I'm, I'm never here. like moving back to London or wherever. I'm, I'm, mm. I live here. Mm-hmm. The, jo- the thing, the key though, the reason why I was working out this weekend is so that I can be traveling at whim. See? As in, I'm tired. Yes. I've traveled. <laughs> I want to buy, so I've traveled. When you message me, I want people to be asking me, where, like, are you around? <laughs> That's what I want. I want it to be, oh, hi, FK, are you around? This one that people are like, oh, hey, I'm coming to you. I don't like that. You know that I'm, I'm at. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. What I want your first message to me to be is, oh, where are you? Then I'll let you know. Where like my sister now, she's on a sabbatical. Did you yeah. not see that she spent one month in Colombia? <laughs> I said, my dear, Blackstone do this kind of stuff. <laughs> she's having time of her like, life. Mimi is I having like, time. I was, and then she went back and only for me to say, so are you done? And she said, no, no, she's going to something, Mexico, something. I just mm-hmm. thought, oh, you see, this is this is the kind of life that exactly. you live. But Naira does not enable this kind of activity. <laughs> it doesn't. You have yeah. to be already living there. Oh, so you no. young people are getting the best of both worlds, really. They're working. Uh, they, ha- they have American na- dollar-paid jobs. Spending in Naira. That's the best yeah. way. Yeah. And they live here. And they live here. They're working for American companies, earning yeah. in dollars, but living here. But still fighting with uh, IPNX. Thank and you. Thank you. That's and a dragon road VIO. <laughs> one traffic officer stopped me today and like, know. you know, there was nothing wrong. And so he had no, no more questions to ask. And so he was just like, ah, madam, good morning. You know, I said, good morning. <laughs> he said, you know, we've been in this one. I said, my dear, I've been so updated this one. And I say, you know, oh, but you know, everybody just needs bottle of water. I said, my dear, I'm looking for bottle of water. <laughs> you know, I say, ah, madam. I said, sir. <laughs> yeah, madam, I said, officer. <laughs> I said, okay, so you want to oh go? Oh, my goodness. Go. <laughs> so, okay, oh, she's like that. Oh, madam, they were very hard. Oh. Said, you know, the country is hard. country is hard. And I was just like, where do you want this to start? Where, where do you think this is I was is like, going? where do you think? So, the thing is, having an American job does not stop you from so yeah. dealing, with, that, dealing that. with like the normal things. And it's just the conclusion that I'll say is, don't Focus come on here. the sofa floor. Okay. <laughs> yeah. if Take it very seriously. Floor. And like, don't get me wrong, America is very much together. So maybe you should move to England. Mm. That's not a yeah. good idea. Canada. Do you, uh, I don't know about that. Either. Canada is very I cold. Like that place. I don't like that place. Canada is very cold. Too, 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 too. It's too cold. Even the UK. I mean, London is rainy, but that's better than the cold. 
So what I would suggest is me, I still think my idea is come for a bit. That is not Christmas. Come for a bit. That is not a holiday. If you can, like with work, come for a bit and just be in the day-to-day. Gauge it. Also find out the job you are doing. Find out how much people are earning here because mm. I assure you that it's not anything that you are thinking about. <laughs> Reduce it. What's in your mind? Reduce it. Bye. Reduce it again. <laughs> then you jam. You get. <laughs> and also when you come, the problem is when she comes, she's going to come with dollars and the exchange rate is in her favor now. Mm. You have to imagine that you're earning Naira. Mm. That money that you have is not what you're going to be spending here. So I think when you come and you like experience it for a little bit, then you'll be set. Mm, you'll be worry. sure. Mm, you'll be set. <laughs> Quiet. And then also this idea that you have that you want to come here and look for us, man. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. It's not bad. <laughs> it's good. It's okay. Focus on who has passports. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just telling you the just real a piece of advice. Focus on who has passport. It's very difficult to do romance or the green passport. You can't go anywhere, okay? <laughs> uh, because the only surprise you can get is to a visa office. <laughs> so, if I were you, I would rethink this this angle of like, mm. yeah, coming to find a husband. I don't know if it's a worthy pursuit for you to move back. For that reason, if it's for telling your parents, eh, they can support you. Yeah, they that. can support you that. Support that, you that if that's like, the lie you want to Let me tell you that was on ground, though. It's not like that that they do. It's Mm-mm. not like you just show up there and you just find it. It's not like that that they do. It. <laughs> it's not like that. So I just, I Should just, want the you. I'm telling you, I want to be aware that you are coming to a waiting. When you come, you take your tickets. <laughs> yeah, like, you like also face during um, <laughs> NYC. Yeah. You <laughs> also. Also, yeah, that means you are number 180. Yeah. You see, you also don't bother. Come back in two hours. The line will still be. <laughs> you here. Get, maybe you'll be lucky, like someone on your flight now. Eh? You can Yes. It happened. Okay. You know, I just came back from somewhere. Oh, who was on your flight? No, nobody. Why? Good. But this it brings was us back. Mode. I told you I had to take one for the podcast in, in her travel. Forget about what did that you one. Do? I didn't take anything. Why? Because I was shy. Okay. Jala went to an event in South Africa on behalf of this great program. Mm-hmm. And now, she was saying, she was sitting next to like, some celebrities. And I told her, go and befriend them so that they can come on the podcast. She didn't do that. I kept get telling her, <laughs> okay, fine. If you can't talk to them, what are you wearing? Bring out your breast. <laughs> she didn't want to. So I was giving different tips and solutions. That way they will come to you. <laughs> so she didn't do that. So I just thought Auntie, to myself, like how. no, I'm just saying, Auntie, what I was saying to her, doctor, was, okay, fine. You don't want to use your personality. Those other things. She didn't want to take any initiative for this program. And so when you guys see that one having international guests, who shall you blame? Just blame Jala. Because had it been me, I would have, I would have done what needed to Now the first done. thing I want to say is I don't mean this in any offense. But the celebrity that shouted me to this thing, I look like I could be his co-mother. <laughs> okay, I'm that's also a fact. He's a grown man. He's an adult. But, but he generally small. looks like he turned 14. He's very small. Anything like growth. He looks, he looks him. very young. Mm-hmm. But he's very popular. Extremely so. That's what I'm saying. And he was very nice. And he's very, very lovely. Polite. He would have been a great guest. He yes. has great bands. So, and so I, know how I'm going to find, I know how we're going to find him. Huh. Don't worry about that. Is it just? But when she was there, she didn't do that. It was a, it's a trick of the trade. It's also the uh, it was also the environment. Also the environment. See, they're very cool. Which All trade? these like I know they don't. They only speak English sometimes. So South Africans, eh? They just, they'll start in English. They just say hello, Randy Crossa. I want to follow. I too want to know what's going on. I want to follow. So I was just there. I know, like when I get awkward, I now stand like this. So that I drink. See what that's what I was saying. 
how can this stance enable they people are drinking to come on this podcast? Things are flowing. Then I say, hey, something goes I'll say it's true. That's good. That's a nice one. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Then I say something, something, Cape Town, I will nod. Yeah. That's also true. <laughs> we sent you there to go and make progress. No, I made progress. Just on the pro- not just on that one. I made very good progress. I'll just say after, but good. not that one. I can imagine. Yes. Because I was just like, sis. No, I, for the I podcast, I made progress. But as for that guest you wanted, no, 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 no. I'm sure he asked me something about maybe I'm sick. I said yes. I did not know. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know. I did not know what was going on. But yeah, why we're here. Good. Yeah. All right. So, June, if I'm not mistaken, is Sickle Cell Awareness Month. Exactly. Yes. June is Sickle Cell. June 19th. Yes. Celebrated as well Sickle Cell Day. Oh, okay. Hi, guys. Did you know that five minutes or less is all you need to send and receive money across the world? If you don't believe me, try Send by Flutterwave. You can send and receive money from over 28 countries around the world. It is fast, it is easy, and it's extremely secure. If you're in the UK, the US, Canada, wherever, and you really want to send or receive money from Nigeria or other African countries, just send it. Visit send.flutterwave.com, who are also the amazing sponsors of this season of I Said What I Said. All right, back to the episode. September is the awareness month. Okay, September is the month. Okay, June is the day. is not in the awareness it, month. It, 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 Okay, you explain that. Yes. You <laughs> okay, go ahead I would and say that. They've, they've recently, so June has always been the World Sickle Cell Day, but we never had an awareness month. month. So I think they nearly just emptied September as a couple of years ago. Yeah. It's actually the other way around. Oh, it's the other For way around. Many, 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 many years. Americans, in Americans, that's a funny thing. Yeah. Americans were observing um, September as um, the month. awareness month. month. Oh, and okay. it didn't really trickle. To the rest of the world, the world yeah. but o- over the years we've been <laughs> fighting and fighting for the world for the united nations the united nations that designates days yes. to f- they give us one day for world sickle cell day mm. and in fact i'm so proud and i'm privileged i'm blessed that i was there in new york in the united nations when this was happening we we're pushing for it it's it a lot of negotiation it's yeah. a lot of lobbying. Really? It's, a lo- it's not something you just get. And sickle cell being a condition that affects mostly us. Mostly yeah. us. They don't, to tell you the truth. They don't care. In the, in the national stage, in that UN where everything happens, they push to the backbone. Mm. That's the truth. That's how things happen. But it, it required a lot of lobbying. And truth be told, it was other African countries. It was other African countries. Rwanda in particular. If I remember being in the forefront and, and galvanizing, particularly the francophone African countries, not the English speaking African countries. Yes. I went to the Nigerian house. The Nigerian house uh, is Nigerian, like the embassy of yeah. Nigeria in, yeah. in the United Nations and clown and pleaded, cajoled, oh, come on, let's come as a force, as a country. But it was me as Anne Tofuni Akinshete that went individually mm, to join to your house, and to, 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 We wrote lots of papers, talked, <clears> gave <throat> speeches, negotiated. That's why you have to learn this art of lobbying. Yeah. That's what the world is about, really. Yeah. You have to it's lobby. A very strange you have thing. to negotiate or you can't, your agenda will not be pushed. And it's weird. So eventually we got that. Um, that's what I was going to say that Nigeria has so many sickle cells. Like, black people in general. Are, but like Africans yeah. and Nigeria. Nigeria so has the highest burden in the world. 
Wow. Should I win out of the highest burden in the world? Do we have a fair idea of what the number, the estimate is? Mm. I will tell you that the number, the number of babies that are born every year in Nigeria with Mm. sickle cell is 150,000. Mm-hmm. Yes, every so year, every year, are born babies. How many? One but out of what is that? I can't even do the math. But but those of those hundred and fifty babies that are born every year, we lose one hundred thousand plus before the of age the of 150, five. One hundred and fifty thousand. Yes. So they don't make it to, to their fifth birthday. Wow. Yeah. So we just you know losing. So a lot of the advocacy we're doing now to government because the, as much as we like to shout, you still need what we call. Political will. Yeah, yeah. You need we policy. need political will. You need government to be with you on this matter. I was director for HIV and AIDS for many years in Abuja before I went to America. And I know how it being a, a, a global issue, how uh, political will was very strong. Mm-hmm. Anywhere you went in the world and you had to give... Uh, everybody studies for HIV and yes. AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. You had to say what was going on with HIV in Nigeria. Yeah. But it's not the same for sickle cell. Because there's not so the that, same like international that, pressure. Thank you. You yes. have it there. So... so but anyway, I've said that we have to, number one, have a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a seat at the table and push your agenda, nobody will push it for you. And I, what I t- teach my medical students is learn this art of negotiation. You are not, I know you are doctors, but don't block yourself mm-hmm. in that doctor mentality. Learn negotiation, learn lobbying, because you can never push your agenda. If you don't have a seat at the table, pull a chair. If you don't have a chair, find someone who have an, who's an, an ear for your subject matter and talk to them to push your agenda. Or otherwise, nothing will be done. Mm-hmm. And that's how we had World Sickle Cell Day. Wow. Through lobbying, through other countries, not just Africans, other European countries, America. That's how we got World Sickle Cell Day in 2008. It took wow. us years to get there. Mm-hmm. So, so that's the whole, the world is like that. Human relationships, whether it's domestic, with negotiation, lobbying, you have to lobby for everything. That is it. Yeah. That is no, and then no matter what your specialty or your subject matter is, go and learn lobbying and negotiation to help you push your agenda anywhere. Okay, so so for people who mm. may not know, um, because you take for granted the information mm. you have, um, True. what is sickle cell? Yeah, and how does it affect? Okay, very, it's a very good question, fundamental question. Is is I like to quickly say there's so many myths around it. Mm-hmm. You know, so many myths surrounding it, including things like oh, is Abiku Abiku is uh, in Yoruba, child who's born, yeah, yeah, child born and comes back that, and yeah. comes back and comes back because the reason being that if it's a familial or genetic condition, it can come back in that same family. It doesn't mean that the child that died has came back. Yeah, they believe but in like reincarnation, exactly. Mm-hmm. And if you're Igbo speaking, it's Obanje. It's similar, it's the same thing, okay? But it is a hereditary condition. Something you get from your father and your mother. It is genetic, something in the genes. And you know, it's not contagious. It's not, it's not, you can't catch it by hugging someone, by associating closely with someone. You can never get it that way. It is genetic. It is hereditary from father and mother. Okay, what does, what's the problem in it? Is a blood disorder. And in fact, the most common blood disorder in the world. The most common. And that's why you keep wondering, if it's so common, why has not been done around? Yeah. And that's because they're not pushing that agenda. That And then why are they pushing that agenda? Because let's face it, black people are not, we're not really there yeah. in the United Nations where these things happen. Okay, it's in the blood. In the blood, where does where's the problem? The problem is in the red blood cells. cells. I'm sure you remember your biology. I remember. <laughs> your red blood cell. <laughs> You have another one. I remember. White oh. women. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. also AS, so it's hey, you have white blood top cells. of mind. You have what they call platelets. But the problem in sickle cell lies in the red blood cells. 
And in that red blood cell, what is it? Is there a substance inside called hemoglobin? It's okay. It's a big body. But it does wonderful work in the body. What it does is helps us. We just take it for granted because we're breathing and we're moving. But the air we breathe in, we extract oxygen from it. And what does that extraction is that substance called hemoglobin. Mm-hmm. It extracts the oxygen, helps you to carry oxygen around the body. And that's how we are alive. Without oxygen, we're dead. Mm. We're dead. So you can imagine a condition that affects that hemoglobin and unable to carry oxygen around your body. There'll be what we call anemia. For instance, for one reason, the, why is it called sickled, sickle cell? Do you think my mom particularly used to say, ah, sickle cell because you're always sick. It's not true. <laughs> it's not true. It's used to tell my dad, you're always sick, you have sickle cell. It's not because you're always sick. The cell, the, the red blood cells change shape from the normal round cell. It's supposed to be run like a donut. And if it's in the, under a microscope, it moves, they, they move very easily within even mm-hmm. narrow blood vessels. They just glide. They hit the, they hit the wall of a vessel and glide. And you know, it's nature is beautiful. But when you have the sickled cells, they're shaped like a sickle. Mm. But I keep saying, I don't, I don't teach medical students sickle because I never saw a sickle. Yeah, you don't until, know what it means. Also, I entered the university mm. and they showed me, I said, okay, that's a harvesting tool. Yeah. But it, it's shaped like a banana. If you see it under a microscope, the cells are not round. They're shaped like a crescent moon or like a banana or letter C. Yeah. And then if they're shipped that way, what happens is they also, they, 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 rather than glide through the vessels, they begin to get stuck along the, the blood vessel lines and then they clog and then they block the vessel. When they block a blood vessel, then the blood does not reach mm, the tissues. Yeah. Blood does not reach your end organs. And the body's way of telling you there is a problem. Pain. Is pain. Yeah. That's nature. Nature is just, God is just wonderful the way he made us. When he says there's pain, there's a problem there. And that body, your body is telling you there's pain. And that's because blood is not getting to these tissues. Blood is not getting to these end organs. And where the pain is most, mostly felt is in the bones. Mm-hmm. And why in the bones? Because in, in the marrow of the bones, in the, the marrow is the reddish substance in the center of the long bones. I know you wouldn't break chicken. Yeah, I know. The <laughs> <laughs> young people, but in our yeah. time, we used to break chicken. I like biology a the, mar- the marrow. Yeah. I did. You, I remember. You were. <laughs> I was very good at biology. You okay. see? I did so the, the IV. I got seven. Okay, dear. That marrow is where blood cells are formed. Mm. That's where blood cells are formed. Any kind of blood cell, white, red. So the problem really, when there's pain, is mostly felt in the bones. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes people with sickle cell will tell you, I don't even know where the pain is coming from. You can slow light on it. Yeah. It's on the head, it's on the back. I, it's I can't localize it. That's what, people, that's what mm. we call it. The hallmark, the crisis, the hallmark yeah. of the disease is pain. Mm. It's pain. So the crisis is when this happens and then you're in pain. Yeah. And then you're in pain. So what many happens, things trigger the crisis. Yeah. You can probably talk about yeah. that. Yeah. So what triggers like crisis? Mm-hmm. Well, what causes like... <laughs> and she's laughing. Like, <laughs> because it's like every, literally almost everything. Like oh. if I'm... If I'm standing for too long, it's just stress. Wow. If I'm too emotional, if I'm emotional, too excited. If oh, there's wow. rain, if I swim, if I take a long road trip and I'm seated for a long time. Mm-hmm. If I dance for too long, mm-hmm. if I take a long walk, I can't run, I can't jog, I can't. It's just a very long list. Yeah. So, yeah. As a child, I was just like, so does that now make you now super careful about everything? Yes, you have to everywhere do? I go. Like I'm even here with my meds because mm. like yes, I'm wearing be... a sweater. Yeah. You know? So like everywhere I go, I'm always like, okay, where am I going? Is it cold? Is it hot? Do I need water? Do I need my meds? 
um how long do i need to stay two hours and i'm out like so like it's just very i'm always just you thinking have to, like, be and even with my friends they're just like okay we're going to the cinema oh i carry the blanket or oh when we are going somewhere like okay where's the nearest hospital yeah where we are going where's the nearest pharmacy so in sense. case anything happens so that's just how wow. i live my life i'm always just like I'm like okay I'm coming to like where's the nearest pharmacy or hospital yeah. Right? Yeah. so that just I'm but just you know like, the wonderful thing about persons with sickness that I have related with as patients as friends as relatives is you better make them your friends <laughs> they, have, they have everything <laughs> they, you can if you, go to, if you want to get lost on a desert island there could be somebody who has <laughs> yeah, because they have. know everything they are resourceful yes, yes, they, they are super that's why I really admire them so I think one of the things yeah, all the things you are saying Absolutely. Yeah. They, they hand back, check the hand back, everything is there. <laughs> you want always food, food, if you want, uh, uh, they're the best people to have around you. <laughs> I tell you. And they know yeah. themselves. They know, as they grow older, they understand, yeah. you know, when it's coming. Yeah. So they need to the know. board. I'm yeah. curious, did it take your friends a while to like, kind of be able to to understand that okay we're going somewhere so we also have to consider as uh-huh. someone should bring a blanket yeah. exactly. is coming and all of that like yeah. did you have to educate all of them yes yes it was like a seminar like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. like I'm very so like the way I grew up because of my condition I grew up very proactive yeah, yeah because obviously as a child I always had people looking after yeah. me because I became from adulthood my you parents are like oh you have to take Look, control and like yes. obviously I had to and when I left the country I was all by myself so I had to like you know so I sat them down like let's talk about yeah let's yeah. have the conversation yes. so when this happens this is what's happening so they're and they're asking questions okay so when you start having a crisis what, what should, should you do? do I say you have to call the ambulance you have to just get a car and so like I just educated exactly. all of them yeah. so whenever we're together they always know what to do and I'm if I'm with strangers and it's happening. I just call the most person that I'm comfortable with. I'm like, so this is what is going yeah. on. I need help. And it took a while for me to be comfortable asking Talking for help. Because it. obviously we see questions. just like, I don't want to be a burden. I don't want to bother people. Mm. But like, as life. It is life. Yeah. So I just, yeah. So, mm. yeah. So I want to ask about the kind of research that has gone into um, sickle cell anemia. Um, I mean, cancer is a really big um, area. research area. And there have been it does sometimes it doesn't feel like it's getting better. There have, there have been lots of strides being made, especially in like certain types of types cancer, of cancer where people yeah. no longer are passing away True. from as them. much as breast yeah. cancer, yeah. Yes. cervical, yeah. prostate, yeah, just like areas that. But I wanted to ask what um, sickle cell anemia um, research and treatments um, look like. No, no. A part of me really does feel like, like you said, because like a lot of the African continent isn't taking it as seriously. It's a disease that primarily affects black us, people. black yeah. people. It's very it's actually like just it's just us yeah so there's i sometimes wonder if it's so slow because for for some reason we don't have enough research and development being pumped into mm-hmm. this disease i wanted to ask mm-hmm. what does that look like is there a cure is there mm. like pain alleviation mm-hmm. is there long term because it just feels it just sometimes seems like the only information that's very public is there's a crisis they need to go to the hospital yeah and we manage till you're very correct but let, let me just dial back a bit. True, I said um, sickle cell is a condition that affects us mm-hmm. the most. There's no doubt. Nigeria is number one in the world. Mm-hmm. True. But it's not only um, like in Africa. It doesn't affect all of us in Africa. Oh. It's only us in tropical Africa. Mm. There's a, yes. there's a, across the world, there's a place with something they call the malaria belt. Yeah. yeah. Malaria belt. And that's wherever you have malaria, you have sickle cell. That's where you have sickle cell. So okay. Southern Africa, where you went it. in South Africa, they don't have sickle cell. 
in North Africa, they don't have sickle cell. So it's us in the, in the tropical Africa, West Africa, across to Central Africa, to East Africa, but you can even go beyond to, to the, to the, uh, I'm coming back to the, to the West, to the um, Arabian Peninsula, mm-hmm. to the um, Asian subcontinent, yeah. to where we call the um, Indonesian archipelago, yeah. you know, so, but they have not as much as we do. Okay. In other words, it's not only black people, right. but it's mostly black people. And amongst black people, it's not all of us in Africa. Yeah. It's us in the, in the tropical area. South Africans don't have it. So Southern Africans don't have it. They say by migration, Northern Africans don't have it. Mm-hmm. And then of course, because of slavery, slave trade that moved West Africans Out. to America, we have a lot of it in America. We have a lot, not as much as us. We have in the UK, yeah. wherever slaves went. In There's the Caribbean, yeah. Jamaica, Jamaica, for instance, sickle cell is big and they have severe complications more than we do. Like mm. we need sickle cell leg ulcers. Yes, it's leg almost ulcers. every person with sickle cell in, that, in, wow. Saddam, in, in Jamaica, Jamaica mm-hmm. has sickle cell leg ulcers. Those leg ulcers are chronic, they're long standing, they don't go. They almost cause suicide in many of these patients mm. because it is very ostracizing and discriminatory and stigmatizing. So that's as far as the, the uh, epidemiologist concerned. Mm. Let's talk about the treatment and put and cure. Mm-hmm. So much has happened. And you see the beauty, the good thing that happened with slavery is that they went to America. The most of the research we have today has helped us in treatment and management of sickle cell that we have really come a long way. Because when I was in, in medical school, um, sickle cell was a disease of children. Mm. It was a pediatric disease. Professor Kuti, who was my minister of health, started the sickle cell um program in Ministry of Health because as a pediatrician he saw a lot of it. Yeah. Because we didn't live beyond age of five. Oh wow. So, so they thought it was like a, it was yeah. a pediatric disease. Okay, but the, the research that has gone into it came from America. And why did it come from America? If I was studying a graph yesterday and that graph came like this that from the age limit, the the, the life expectancy of persons with sickle cell in America was between ten and twenty years. Mm, For many no years. Until nineteen seventy two. I think it was Richard Nixon as president of America that signed an act for sickle cell control. And he just when, went um, up. And what happened? They put money where their mouth was. Yeah. And it was research. A lot of research went into it. And they started doing one particular medication that we, was originally earmarked for cancer treatment. Hydroxyurea. Hydroxyurea. Yeah. Very what low dose. Sorry for the layman. <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's, it's just a medicine called hydroxyurea. Yeah. It's taken by mouse tablets or capsules. Or capsules, you know, that was introduced, and and it was from research knowing that even though we're treating cancer patients, some okay. cancer patients yeah. who have sickle cell are better. They're not having crisis. They're living longer. So mm-hmm. that research was there, and then to talk about other more advanced, like bone marrow transplantation, yeah. okay. stem transplantation, that, and, and it so just on. seemed like. So much. The difference is like night and day. There are drawbacks yes. though, but the difference is like night and day. And and then the life expectancy went up to so sixty years mm. within a few years, within oh, wow. a few decades, wow. sixty years, which is more than the average life expectancy of a Nigerian who is normal. Which, yeah. Mm-hmm. So so a lot has gone in that research yeah. came from America. We're we're now here in Nigeria where the sickle cell community is pulling efforts together now to say let's pick up from where this will have left we don't have to reinvent the wheel but we must build on we must start Mm. do we really have a lot of research here at all yes in the teaching hospitals and Mm. and i am involved in a number of research as well good looking into our local herbal remedies Remedies. that people are are touting and saying that they're good 
okay, let's see, let's try them. Let's do the clinical, clinical trial. trial. Dr. Agusheta is talking about Abu. My dear, rise up. I said Herbal. I said I said Herbal. I said Herbal. Abu on the end. Don't worry, I speak Yoruba with an evil accent, but it's impossible. But, but still, we're looking at all those things that are locally yeah. available. Mm. There's Atta something. Atta. Do you know it? There's I, one Atta something. There are, there are a number of them. And mm. there yeah. is research going on as oh, we wow. speak. And That's I'm amazing. happy because I'm, people are looking to stem cell transplantation, mm. which we have established in our center. We have a bone marrow transplant center wow. now. So which is a cure for sickle cell. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but not everybody's a good candidate for. Mm. Sorry, can you explain that a little bit? Because it's something that when people are talking about, so I was watching about a, a cure for sickle cell. Yeah, I was watching a like. There's this woman in the diaspora, and she yeah. does these shows, long live streams. Yeah, and there was a, an episode where a lady was talking about how her and her husband are constantly fighting because they have a child with sickle cell mm-hmm. and the expense. Mm-hmm. And so people were kind of flippantly saying, "Just do it, just do it, as if it costs, as if it doesn't cost." Yeah, do you want to talk about this? Because I remember you raising as well. What what exactly okay, is it? T- talk to, talk about it. I mean, it's okay. some lighting. What do you understand by <laughs> okay, it? Okay, so well, what's like, it about? obviously, for years, people are just like, just do the just do the transplants, and then when you actually look at it, it's so most of the places you need at least seventy million mm, to do that. Million what? Naira seventy okay. million. 70 to 100 million now, yeah. actually. In uh, that's in India. Yeah, that's in India. That's, yeah, that's not even in the US. If you go, US, US, go to the US or Europe, you're looking at 250 to 200,000 million dollars. To a million dollars. Yes, right now I'm raising 200,000 Yeah, I was going to say that. Yes, yeah, so like, they just casually say because you don't even know they the details. They just like, you know, you just go like, and like, oh, oh, do it yes, now. Mm. <laughs> yes. So it's, it's actually ridiculous. Well, um, Based on what I've been researching, I know that the bone marrow transplant is you get a donor and um, I don't really know the scientific mm. aspect, mm-hmm. but I would say you need a donor or they get from their um, the bank when yeah. you donate mm. and then um, you do a bit of chemo to like break down your own mm-hmm. um, cells. Am mm-hmm. I correct? So go ahead, you're fine. And, and then well. when you're transplanted, the transplant is not even really like open surgery. Yeah. It's like a Absolutely. blood transfusion. Absolutely. And then when you do that, um, you take medications for your body to like accept the accept new cells it. that would reproduce in your body and then you're fine. So, mm. yeah. Dr. Presh. So, <laughs> but does it then like, is it a, a pure cure in the sense that you're well, done? I have a friend that did it and like like she said it's night and yeah, day difference when, when I was on the call with her and we were talking for over five hours mm. she's like I don't feel tired <laughs> I don't feel dehydrated I'm adding weight she's like I yes. can work for 30 minutes yeah. and I'm not panting like it was so exciting and she's traveling now she's yeah just, she can do what she wants yeah and it's just really like I'm really looking forward to that yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it too for you mm-hmm. but like I said earlier I remember not every candidate yes. is a yes. good candidate yeah. okay for, the doctors, good. the doctors are very, very selective yeah. about who they choose. They first look at you. There are very many boxes that they check. Yeah. First of all, are you having more than ten crises in a year? Mm. Otherwise, just stay with your sickle cell and manage it. Oh, because, really? Because yes, there yeah. are there are complications yeah. that could arise. Of course, and then here yeah, we are starting in our in our center with we're starting very simple. Yeah. With you know, we don't want any complications. With the, with children, mm. age between five and 17. With children, children are more, um, liable to accepting anything right. foreign and not 
mounting a, a response because the, the body normally, the immune system will mount a response to anything that is seen as foreign. Mm. And that we call that graft versus host disease. And that can be fatal. Yeah. That can be fatal, but do you manage it with medication and all the things, as she said? Okay. But then we again, we use only sibling donors. Right. Only sibling. You are closer to your siblings you yeah. know, in your pool of genes than to your father and your, or your yeah. mother. You are 50% father, 50% mother, but you and your siblings. You have similar. You have similar. But not all your siblings may be like you, but you may have almost 100% Treats. match mm. from your siblings. So it's keeping it simple, only sibling donors, young, um, candid, young patients, and then who indeed have a lot of problems in mm. their single cell. If it's not too bad, they'll say stay with hydroxyurea yeah. and, and manage your condition mm. as it is. Okay. Because, okay. One, <laughs> you said something that is, it was transfusion. We actually had a, an orthopedic surgeon, a doctor of many years standing asking me, doctor, who is the orthopedic surgeon you have in your team now to do the transplant? I said, it's not surgery. <laughs> it's, it, it just draw marrow. Marrow is like, it's like blood. Yeah. You pull it from, from the, the, the from the hip the sp- bone. The hip, yeah. I'm okay. from quite the hip bone, But under anesthesia. I see. Under anesthesia. Of course, it's not with that pain. Even after the anesthesia has worn off you, there'll be some, some ache. So they just give analgesia. But that's from your brother, your sister, who, who would have been counseled as well. Yeah. There's a lot of counseling that goes into it. Yeah. Yeah. Because they prepare a big patient for many months, even before. Mm. So I, I, in fact, I, I, was, I keep emphasizing that, that end, that front end of the entire spectrum mm. is so important because we have seen patients who have now become AA and said, I want to go back to my SS. Uh, I tell you. And the counseling, the counseling, the counseling was not adequate. I'm not getting this particular one was married. I'm not getting the attention I used to get. Stop it. Yes. I'm telling you. Ah, stop me. it. And my doctor doesn't call me. I mean, me. fair, because yeah. now, doctor, like, you're like, like, uh, you're not one of us. You're not one of us. Exactly. Your wife doesn't need to dote on you every two real. minutes exactly. anymore. Doc, before the doctor will call every week, how are you? Nobody's checking on him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was him a real issue. That's not human so. problems. So yeah, like, I don't we get it. You're not calling me again. Imagine if you're not a commoner. Wow. Now, wow. For you Because honestly, the sickle cell, the hospital is your second home. Yeah. Your doctors and your family are like your second yeah. family. They're taking care they're of you. They're taking care of you. Get used to them. So once that's over, you're not seeing them. I'm like, wow. You <laughs> have <laughs> so Mondays, I'm supposed to go to the clinic. I'm not going. What's going on? You know? So what? So it it really took. Oh, wow. We had to refer him to a psycho. Yeah. Wow. Psycho, so the clinical psychologist. No, no, it, it happens. So that counseling is so yeah. important. Yeah. But that's almost like, like, like I was saying a few days ago that to me, like a, some parts of science, as far as I'm concerned, are almost magical. Like Yay. some feats of engineering and medicine to me yes. are almost like magic. The fact that someone can move from SS to AA blows, like it's it crazy. Yes. Blows my mind. It's very, because, very but you hear crazy. it mostly from churches who say, uh, they've prayed for me and, and like, yeah. I'm, now, I'm now AA. Mm. I've heard many times. I said, God, prayer is fantastic. Mm. And nobody says you shouldn't, shouldn't pray. And uh, my prayer is that the medication should work. Should work yeah. But that, but I change from SS to AA, it's not going to happen. But there's, there's also something to bear in mind that the patient is cured in herself or in himself. But remember, you have not manipulated the genes. Okay. So you are still liable to passing it to your offspring. Oh wow! Oh, wow. So that you, kill you is become on yourself. AA now. Yeah, but, but actually, you can still have you, a child. Yeah. Yeah. I want to come to this because this is very. I'm AS. Mm-hmm. Everybody, I've gone out with is AS. Unfortunately. 
This episode of the I Said What I Said podcast is brought to you by Star Adler. Star Adler is a refreshing blend of Star Lager beer and natural fruit juice flavors. It contains only 2% alcohol. And so it's a go-between for people who want a little bit more excitement than just, you know, regular schmegla beer. Star Adler is available in two flavors, citrus, which they came in and I love. A blend of orange and lemon fruits and red fruits. A blend of citrus with strawberry and cranberry fruits. Uh, Michael Jackson is a fan of that. They are available in 45cl bottles and a new sexy 33cl sleek can. Alright guys, back to the episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I've tried my best it to happens. date AA people. Yeah, somehow. <laughs> so, you know, it's just what it is. There are many options out yes. there. And so obviously every time we get to a point where we're like, so, you are AS, I'm AS. How do you want to do it? What's your plan? For and then so so I think a lot of times so I know people who have gone ahead and done it and used some of the like medical options available and they're fine you know they have three what kids. options that these are talking about that you different know. options uh, such so, as in terms of um, such as such as which one well all the way to IVF or PGD or I don't know all the names or okay. whatever but okay. being careful in how they're having children mm-hmm. and not kind of just risking it and going ahead mm-hmm. and then I also know people on the other end who have had to break up because their families were just yes. like. No. Oh, yeah, like my they, parents. they got engaged and their families were like, absolutely not. Yes. You know, because somebody has been SS mm-hmm. and has passed away. Mm-hmm. Or the, the pain past. and the management is just And the really pain and the management is just like, your lives will crumble. Like, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, I remember my friend oh, was explaining that the, the challenge is that this love, it might not hold mm-hmm. when your child is getting sick. Mm-hmm. Because the two I've of you don't have well. time for well. this because you're like managing like pain all yeah. the time and all of this. Especially if you don't have enough, enough money, money for some of the more expensive yeah. solutions Therapies. and you don't want to risk oh, let's try and but, see. So sorry, Presh, when conversations like this are going on in the community like like do do you or people in circles or community ever feel like annoyed or yeah, yeah we're, we're, we're always annoyed naturally always <laughs> because yes. there's a lot of misinformation yeah. there's a lot of stigma there's a lot of just people making assumptions mm-hmm. and there's just people just open their mouths and, and just say they just say anything yeah, that just just type two what things are kind now. of things that, that well, upset well, you yeah um, okay, I will start, let me start from outside Nigeria and then I'll come mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. So I was like, the first time I went to the hospital in the UK and I told the nurse I was in a crisis, mm. she was like, sorry, what's that? And then mm. she, she opened her computer and started sorry. Googling what sickle cell was. And yeah, then when the, the doctor from the um, A&E came and she was like, oh no, like we don't have a, Hem, um, hematology department here. You have to go to another, another hospital, hospital that has the hematology department. And you don't need a hematology department. Yeah, but they're stuff. like, mm, we don't know. We're not cleared to give you mm. certain type of analgesia. I mean, I, yes. there, there has to be somebody that will sign off before I give you this certain painkiller mm. or whatever. So in my pain, I had to call wow. another ambulance to go to another hospital mm. that had that. And then the doctor there with their hematology department were asking me, so when did you contact um, single cell? <laughs> and I was so confused. I'm like, no, they told me that I'm going to have, obviously the care was better, but like the, the information, information was like, yeah, like limited. Me, when did you contact single cell? I'm like, I was born with this thing. Like this is the first time I'm hearing this type of question. question. Like yes. why would you ask me when so I you contacted have to educate them? So I had to, I'm like, we don't contact single cell. It's hereditary. Yeah. So there's that. And then um, back here in Nigeria, hmm. 
Oh my gosh. Growing up, um, yes, there was the Ogbanje thing and there was the... People would say that to you? Yeah. Uh, people, I don't people, guess. people would say that. People would say that. That you are on Ogbanje to your face. Ogbanje, like, always, somebody was my close friend in secondary school and then the other girls that, you know, mm-hmm. whenever they're sports, I'm like, oh, let's go for something. Like, ah, you want to carry that manje out? She just falls it and do not put it on your head. Uh, <laughs> just all those comments. You yeah. know how kids are very mean. I mean. Be mean so, like, I, was, I sort of kept to myself a lot yeah, growing up. That happens. Yeah, because I'm just like, I don't want anybody don't want to, to talk to me anyhow. Yeah. So, let me just be on my own. You can't fight. And you can, exactly, I was very tiny. <laughs> very, very tiny. So, I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to stay yeah. on my own and just, like, do my own thing. You know, we were very smart in school. Yes, right? I was. That's I was, always the deal. That's so funny. Like I, would, oh, I wrote most of my exams from the hospital. from the clinic hospital. Wow. That's so smart. And it's just because obviously you don't have friends to that's distract you. So Nobody you have, wants to play with you. So you have all the time to study. <laughs> yeah, really, really you have book. all the time to read your book because the play. If you disobey and go and play, you fall sick. If you go and so they're just like you know what? I can't play. I can't mimic. Let, let me just let me just bend and read my book. So yeah, that's, that's, that's literally how it was. And mm-hmm. then, obviously, in hospitals where mm-hmm. they don't even educate the nurses mm-hmm. and the yeah. nurses come and then they treat, they talk to you and mm-hmm. it's like, at your big age, you're crying. They yes. don't, they can't they don't even, understand it. They can't even, small thing will happen to them and they're dying. I actually like, heard a nurse tell a patient, a, grown, a lady who said, mm-hmm. I said, ah, this was a, a mature nurse that knew what she should, in a single cell clinic, by now you should be used to this. You should be used to, Yes. By yes. now, you should be used to this. Yes. Ah, and I called him. Yeah. Said, ah, you've lived with this all your life. And Can you're you imagine? Still crying. You're supposed to hold your... Like, literally, my legs can't function yeah. and I can't walk. They can't understand like, the pain. See, our wheelchairs are finished. You just have to try and walk to the bed because... We can't lift you. Talking like, about the, oh, the stay pain. Here. <laughs> Talking about that pain. You know, mothers, mothers who have had been in labor, yeah. they will tell you that sickle cell pain it's worse, it's than, worse than labor pain. Oh, that yeah. that, that, that sometimes you can't localize it. So you can only, you cannot even begin to you empathize. Can't imagine. Yeah. 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 And so it's very unfair. They need so much education. Yeah. The doctors, the so nurses, they when, name it. Yeah. When I learned how to advocate for myself, mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for the exposure, like my parents. Mm-hmm. You know, because obviously growing up before, people would say so many things to me and I'll just internalize. Yeah. I won't say. But now like, because of so many things that have happened to me before, you know, sometimes when I, I always tell people in my sickle cell community always ask questions read as much as you can because you have to advocate for yourself yeah. because if you don't people would there was a time I was giving painkiller I don't know if you know this injection pentazosin injection of course I was giving the injection and then oh. I, I because it makes us drowsy I slept off and another nurse came she she didn't find that she had given me another nurse came and, and injected me with another and I was out I was out for like Days it was oh, no. really bad. Wow. Like, this girl? It was they, they would they, my heart palpitation. I felt like I was going to die. Wow. Like, it was really terrible. So now, if I'm in the hospital, I'm like, what is this that you're giving? Yeah. I always ask questions. Yes. And obviously, Nigerians don't like when you're always asking, asking what's, what's happening. What do you have to? They're always irritated at me at the hospital. Like you've come again with your questions. It's your job. You I'm have like, to. Please, what are you about to give me? And because of that, I'm not, I try to always, like, if I'm alone, I don't sleep because before they come and inject yeah. me, so, like, I'm always alert, I'm always, I set alarm every 20 minutes. Oh, no. I wake up, like, wow. I'm always on alert because they've almost, almost, 
overdosed yeah. me before. So like, I'm always asking questions. What does this do? What is this going to prevent? So like, they already know me that. This but that's what you mouth. teach all sickle, all the young people, sickle cell clubs, primary school, secondary school. Advocate and so for yourself. Advocate, because ask questions. Ask Talk. questions. Don't let, don't let ask anybody. Ask what the, the medicine is doing yes. in your body and just like ask. And yeah. Something I was about to say about um, counseling. You know, and, and knowing you want to do type early, because yeah. that's the message we're taking now to yeah. to the government, and so that in the, in the Ministry of Education, the education sector should work with the health sector, so that is um, sickle cell is in the curriculum, mm. yeah. and testing must be done. We have to have what we call newborn testing. So if you have sickle cell, we know in time you know your whether you're a carrier. Your parents will know if you're a carrier at birth. So you're, you're already growing up with that information long before you yeah. begin to think, and then at every opportunity as they enter primary school as they enter secondary school yeah. you know every at every point one knows what yeah. one's genotype is can, and, can and, I ask because when it comes to dating people say all the time like you know if you're AS and person is AS just forget yes, about it and it's a very like dicey it's a very dicey, yeah. dicey it's not subject. black or white it's, it's not, not black or white I also I mean I hate the, the <laughs> thing there's like a small trigger I hate when people will miss say or tweet something like I mean, I'm AA. I can't date anybody. I'm just like, get out. It triggers <laughs> Get out. I'm like, what sort of rubbish is that? I'm just like, it's so me, so, I'm not so. Yeah. 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 I'm just it's like, so real. That's like, counseling is, it's, it's, it's not just a, a yeah. advice. It's giving you all the information. Yeah. It's talking, and, and there's empirical evidence. My students in, in Luth have carried out a study that show that out of the, over 2,000 um, couples that were counseled over a period of time, 85% of those who were cancelled properly. These are, these are not even those who were, um, caught young. Yeah. Cancelled, uh, couples that were getting ready to go and marry. Mm. 85% went their separate ways. Really? After proper cancelling. But those, there's still 15% that you have to give other options. Explain to them what options. Can and, you say what some, some of the options are? Because some of the I couples think people who tell, the one, the, sorry, the doctor, um, a, a man, a gentleman uh, of the couple, FaceTime the counselor and myself. How dare you? He asked us. How dare you tell me I can't marry this woman? That I, I won't have for a companion, and that's it. I don't have to have children with her. Oh. So one, it's not even your right to ram it down yeah. anyone's throat. You just say sorry. You just say sorry. He got really annoyed. What is he? If even if you don't want to have children, you, you can still it if you just start thinking yeah, you, know, you might want to you might want to so adoption yeah. is, is mm-hmm. a possibility for you you could do that but there's also prenatal diagnosis yeah. yes. where you can determine the genotype of your unborn child in yeah. early pregnancy but who asks to what ex- to what end are you advocating abortions yeah. and yes, so on and so forth that. that has ethical considerations yeah. mm-hmm. then there's what you mentioned earlier what we call pre-implantation genetic diagnosis so it's like IVF in the laboratory yeah. In the so petri peak. dish, they mix the semen, sperm cells with the egg cells and form embryos. But then they test the embryos and, and select the ones that don't have yeah. sickle cell oh, wow. and implant in the, in the mother. I remember when I was talking about this with my mom. So, so the average person mm-hmm. cannot you can't, How much is it? No, no, no. How much? Like, I think people need to know because sometimes in, yes. when, you, when you have these conversations, people, 10 million, people say it's so... People say it's so... Can you like... No, Masha Pija, excuse me. It's not like <laughs> that. It's about 10 million. Ten million. So yeah, when I checked, it was like 10, million, 10 to, if you're now looking at abroad, it was like more all the way to like, so it was, I remember the dollar figure ended at like 30,000, 25,000 yeah. for the one PGD shot. And, and so it was like 10 million all the way above. And I remember I sent out with this guy, we had spoken to Biomi. In fact, his sister 
was an OBGYN. So mm. she was, everybody in Asa that were discussing this. And mommy just said, I mean, I know that I can't talk to you. No problem now. Should be you marry a rich man? So that. <laughs> yes, because I don't want to hear that. Uh, excuse me. After we told you that you want us, me to pay for, she, excuse me. <laughs> no, I warned you. And you say, I'm going ahead. So no problem. <laughs> also funny because the thing is, you then have to say, because we were all, oh, we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. his sister came from, she's a doctor in America. Mm-hmm. And she came and she now said, have you guys checked how much this costs? Mm-hmm. And she was like, if you travel, you know that it's not just the hospital you pay Exactly. You stay. Exactly. You stay. Accommodation I'm saying, I know you now. It's not this food you be eating. So calculate everything. Put everything together. That is not like, 100% that, like, yeah, how you child, that's just for the, like, your, that's the procedure. Mm. And then you have the rest of your mm. pregnancy. And what if it doesn't work the first time? You want to do it again. Your other children, the stress of it, the money, all of that, like, yeah. resentment, support. There's a lot. There's so she a was lot like, while through. you guys are doing that, there's uncertainty and all of that. I'd probably be ready to, like, support each other, that whole job. We're going to, we're going to make it Because you just be, the day the man annoys you, you just be thinking, Look at what I'm enduring because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not even fine. I don't want my children to look at you. Oh, <laughs> yes. That's when problems start. Yeah. In it. That true. look at all this stress it's I'm true. going through and look at the way you're talking to me. Having <laughs> said that, we've seen couples that have done this thing. Yeah. And they're fine. Yeah. 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 And they're fine. And they, they, I wish they would come out more and, yeah, talk, and talk about, yeah, more people about, about like it. To people talk. don't like so there's That's a, the thing. I remember they don't. So I was refer- so I spoke to they don't. A couple that did this and everything. And I was like, I never knew this. Like, I've known you guys for so long. You have two kids. And then she said, yeah, because like, even her mother-in-law kept making her feel like less of a mother because she claims their children were made in a lab. And I was like, eh? I said, sorry. Can you imagine that? Meaning what? The son I married that was not made in a lab. Look at you. What has he achieved now that he was not made in a lab? You know, and so she was just saying that, honestly, it was just less stressful. Yeah. So not that. Mm. They just decided that, listen, we're going to do this. They just said they traveled Mm. and she was pregnant and that was the end of that. that. She was like, honestly, the plenty story. Because even when people knew she was saying people were still telling her ah so are you going to have another child with this man as AS and she's like after I've already married him after I'm pregnant mm. you are still saying mm. again that excuse me what do you want me to do with the baby you can see my stomach you are still asking me if oh I'm sure can you imagine so, so she was yeah. just like honestly if you want to do it let me know like put it inside your pocket and go ahead because yeah. once you start discussing things yeah. that, everyone that, that, will just try and like especially she was saying especially because people are not informed. Yes. And so the vast majority of people, they're not doctors, they're not people who, they're not talking to you from like, here's information and counseling. They're just saying all sorts of things. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So the better of, and indeed, uh, there are also ethical considerations. Sure, of course. And church, because if you select those embryos that don't have sickle cells, you're discarding others. Yes, and there's a question of, you know, playing God, abortion. Catholic church would say that once there's, um, Life. fertilization there's a spark of life mm. and so anything that you discard you're killing but there's some churches yeah, so. that I know don't marry like they'll tell you I'm happy for I'm you not but why not marry you yeah. there are people yes. that won't do the counseling at all yes yeah. exactly yeah, both AS they'll be they like won't do the yes, counseling. Yeah. Yeah. we're happy that you found love oh, there are also families that outrightly won't support you for yeah. any yeah. reason they'll just tell you that look and then this other thing about one in four so some people think oh once they have one child or a sickle cell, the others are going to be normal. It's not That's the case. It's, it's, you can actually have in every pregnancy. Yes. So we had, we had a family in, in, in UI when I was in medical school. Seven children, all SS. Hey. Wow. Not one child was even AS. 
Several mm. So one after the other, they died in our presence. And the time, you know, it was, it's not like now when we have idolatry yeah. and other things. It was tough. Mm. And, 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 wow. and I was an indigent family. In Ibora, so that's know. what we had. I wanted to ask mm. um, Presha about like family dynamics as yeah. well. <laughs> like how you manage that. Because Nigeria is a very high stress, mm-hmm. high environment. Actually not already it's an environment that encourages like tenderness or time because yeah. everyone is hustling and trying to figure out yeah. Yeah. so I wanted yeah, to ask rush. like growing up at home with your parents yeah. siblings and stuff like what was that dynamic like when we, when you would get ill yeah. very good because it's something I want us to talk about practically yes because everybody once you fall in love you don't hear I actually yes. talked to my friends yesterday about this thing one of my friends mm. she's really she's like a really cool babe she said the thing that blows her mind the most is the way she behaves around her husband and her daughter that she's almost like she's watching herself Acting, from father. Yeah. Is this me? Like she doesn't <laughs> have, she has no limits to what she would do for them. Yeah, she yes. doesn't care. Yeah. Um, and when, when you're in the first throes of that, you don't listen. You don't yes. think about like potential ramifications. Mm. It just sounds like people are judging you or yes. being cool. So I want to just kind of explain like what those dynamics yeah. look like and how it changes as you get older and yeah. stuff like that. Okay, True. so as a child... <laughs> As a child, uh, because because of my condition, my dad had to put telecom telephones in every room mm. so that when I'm ill, I would call my sister, then she would go up, call my dad, they get the khaki. So we had a bag in the sitting room with all like, yeah, 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 made all, like, so, like clothes, pajamas, hot water bottles, everything. So when we were going, we just pick the bag and go. But How I, many were you? How many siblings? Um, I have six sisters. Okay. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so. Growing up, we were four before the little ones came later. Um, so I have three other sisters. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I never stayed in my room alone. I always stayed in my room with my um, immediate elder sister. So you're sister. the only one. Yes, I was the only one with sickle cell. So, um, yeah, and I lost my mom very young. I lost mm. my mom at age five. And mm. then my dad remarried at when I was um, eight. And my stepmom is like a blessing, honestly. Mm, like when people God. talk about... I can't relate. Wicked yeah, yeah we honestly, that moment. Because like she really held it down for me. So like she she, she 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 was my primary caretaker. Mm. My dad would do the driving. She'll be at the back with me and my elder sister. And every time it's for some reason all my crises growing up were always at night. I, I mm. don't even know like four a.m. three a.m. two a.m. It would just it would just wake me up from yeah. sleep and I'm like it's happening and I'll tap my sister. She will run upstairs, tell my dad they'll wake everybody up. Just yeah, like, like she's that. a family thing. Yes, mm. everybody is going because my sister is holding my leg, yeah. my mom is holding me, my dad is driving. So like, it's a team effort. <laughs> yeah, when I was diagnosed, every, like we had family, like mm. my my family, we are used to having me too. <laughs> 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 you my friend group. So like, Very my lucky. dad and my stepmom, uh, uh, like when my sisters grew up to understand the thing we all sat down and explained that oh this is how we're going to be doing it when there's an emergency this is the number to call they call the hospital ahead saying oh, we are coming yeah. so they start preparing mm. so like that was how it was till as a teenager um okay when i went to secondary school i insisted to go to boarding school yeah. I don't know I don't know but like after the first year of them always coming to pick me yeah. from school my dad is just like are you are you sure I'm <laughs> not doing this again you're, you're going back working. to day school and so when I was in day school it reduced because obviously I was eating healthier yeah. my stepmom was there looking after me you're under less stress yes I'm under less stress so when my elder sisters went like we're off in university I was alone with mm. my parents. 
so that was that became a that became more difficult because yeah. both of them are working yeah so when they are back and i i call they are not complaining but it's just that you know after a whole day of, of work, work yeah. and then i'm calling i'm like the pain as i say ah this pain again yeah. obviously and they're not complaining but then you, I feel yeah. bad like oh I'm just destroying these people's mm. life and then I see my dad coming down with red eyes of stress and yeah. tiredness I'm just like mm. I'm just a problem like obviously they're not telling me yeah. I am but just seeing yeah, internalizing, the, internalizing everything and then we just go and they're just there in the hospital sad and everything and like my dad now like whenever I'm sick he's just always he doesn't say anything but I just see the way yeah. he's blaming himself yeah. he's the body language and everything even though they don't say it out loud obviously I'm seeing the yeah. body language yeah. and yeah after that um, I had to start learning to you know see how I can manage myself Um, obviously when the whole thing started they now um, employed like a caretaker for me when I was like a teenager at home mm-hmm. and yes I would have the caretaker that would take me when they are not around my dad used to travel a lot so it would just be my stepmom and then me then when she gave birth to her children they are toddlers yeah so she has so to take she care has of them to, so like you know the, the crowd started reducing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it started reducing I said to sometimes I would have to go alone mm. with the caretaker when so something happened my dad lost his job for a while we couldn't afford the caretaker again mm. so sometimes I would have to take a taxi yeah. and go by myself so. and yeah so just all those hard moments you know and then when I had to travel for masters I think that was when I'm just like you know what I need to figure out how, how to, to how to mm. do this thing myself and then I started studying more about it started to learn my triggers that's when I started you know seeing okay I need to even though I will still have crisis but I need to reduce the the frequency, the, the frequency. so as a child I just hated meds I hated I wouldn't take my my medicine I'll be throwing it ah, away and then you'll See, be, you fall ill hey. I was I was just so just Ill. like why do I have to yeah. take like I was really I was really trying hard to reject the I didn't want it, but like it was my life. So I was like, you know what? I came to the point of acceptance. I'm just yes. like, you know what? I need to just figure out how to live life. This yeah. is how I will grow up. So I started taking my meds. I started, you know, just figuring out how to manage the thing. And yeah, it, it reduced to an extent. But um, a couple of years ago, when I went to the UK, obviously the cold almost mm. destroyed my life. Mm. <laughs> the cold also is a trigger. Oh my gosh, the it was trigger. so bad. Like, I spent I spent how many months in the UK? 17 months and I was admitted 25 times. Wow. Yes. <laughs> that was when the doctor was like, hmm, are you sure you will not consider <laughs> yeah. this bone marrow yeah, transplant? Because even when I came back to Nigeria, it wasn't stopping and I was on hydroxyria. They increased my dose. Mm. It wasn't happening. Mm. I, I was still falling sick. So, so. That, that, there will be a candidate for Mm. yes that was when the 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 consultant was like i really think you should consider this and then i had the conversation with my parents and my parents uh, my dad is retired and it's like oh that money (laughs) (laughs) but i don't have it so how will we do it then the i my friends were the ones that even came up the 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 your family was lucky you you were lucky because you're from that kind of family yeah The, the particular family we had to cancel Recently, we had to cancel the whole family. The one sister was stifling her sister who had sickle cell with a pillow. What? Yes. Her father caught her. And the reason was, she said um, every morning they would ask her to bathe with cold water. 
but that she should get hot water for her sister who was sick wow. herself. That they didn't care about her. They cared only about the child who was sick oh herself. Oh my gosh. So in the, in the end, the whole family had to be brought in for counseling. Oh, wow. So they made her like a, a chief caretaker. Yeah, because the children, I think children don't mm. understand. Don't understand. It, it feels like, why I'm, it like, feels like I'm not as important yes. as this, as this other. Yeah. This other be tough to understand why everybody's water. life has to revolve, revolve around. around. Yeah. Yes. But even though you like you now grow up and see that actually it's not your fault. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would say I'm lucky because honestly, mm-hmm. yeah. my. Uh, yeah, I would say that because yeah. I never felt like my other sisters resented Where, yeah. at all. They like, rallied around from what yes, you're saying. Yes, they always yes. rallied and they would I think they were time. educated too. Yes. Educated about it. Yes, this they family were. Not yes, they were. We all had the group scenes. So Beautiful. like they would take turns. If one person is tired, another person. Yeah. Like Fantastic. it was like shifts. And like us being many kind of helped. Yeah. Us so so one, it's not all it's on not, one person. Yeah, it's not all on one person. So it was like shared um, things. Yeah. So yeah. We have to keep in touch, though, in a way. Yes, yeah. yes, we will. Then also, we'll like, in terms of, like, maintaining friendships and things like mm-hmm. that, what's that, what's that like? <laughs> Boyfriends. Um, yeah, yeah, dating. Yeah, I was going to say dating that. and also social life, yeah, like, yeah. even yes, nightlife as well. Uh, yes, we'll talk about that. Because oh, imagine nightlife. if you are clubbing. <laughs> imagine if you are just an hour. Hey, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> it's time for us to this has actually happened before it is so funny okay, anyway imagine. so let's do navigating friendships so like i wasn't because of your secondary yeah. school primary school secondary school i didn't have friends mm. And when I entered university, I, I became more open to the, the possibility of having friends. I, I started making friends late. Let me just yeah. put it that way. Um, honestly, I would just say I'm blessed again because I don't know why. I don't know why, how they put up with me, but like they do. And they're just like, it even took time for me to, they were always fighting me that yeah, why, don't you why do you have a wall? Why don't you want Because I'll be sick. I'll not tell them. You I'll see? just disappear. Wow. And then when you see me, you see me. And they would always fight. Like, why are you not telling us? So when I'm sick, they wouldn't call me. They'll call my sister. Where mm. is she? We are coming to, mm. they would force themselves and come to the hospital. And so like, I would just say, God just like puts me around amazing people mm, because fantastic. it's not easy to have someone in your life that, you know, has that condition because you're always, even the person always looking, ah, I'll mm, fall sick here and then yeah. people are always thinking about it too. Mm. So, um, navigating friendships has, has been, has been interesting because when I make a new friend, I just make it a point of duty to have the conversation. Yeah, have to so explain. when I notice that, okay, this person has now become my friend, let's have the sequel cell conversation. Even with dating, I I just put it at the back of my head that I wouldn't even bother pursuing a relationship with somebody that is AS. So the moment I see that this guy is toasting me, I'll just ask you, what's your journey? I'm saying, hey, AS, sorry, you're not my friend. Yeah. <laughs> <You're not> my- <laughs>
who can okay inside them inside them who can date is one thing it's one thing then having yeah so there was this particular date I went on like I was really interested and everything and me I always just put it at the forefront because I don't want I've already suffered the so I'm just like I don't always just push the conversation forward I'm like okay we talk we banter and I said okay so um, what's your general um, no apart from general type so um, this is so interesting um, so um, how are we going to are we, are we going to go on a second date yeah. like I just I'm always Straight very away. forward like that because I've already suffered the somebody sending me a long text I think you're really pretty and interesting <laughs> but um, oh my god I don't think you know this would, work. this would work and fine like not everybody can handle that and obviously as a human being that hurts yeah. so I don't even want to you don't want go to through that, that hey, 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 so I'm just please. like are you doing are you not doing let's go so yeah um, fortunately I've I'm in a relationship now and it's, it's been going on for three years and it's really it's been it's been tough oh. <laughs> it's been tough because like this is somebody that knew nothing yeah, about, about sickle cell, cell and now entering my life and now having to yeah. know and learn everything like the first time he um he met with my siblings and my my stepmom. My stepmom was like, "Okay, I've been seeing this guy in the hospital. Does he know? <laughs> I've been seeing this guy, you know, coming to the hospital, visiting you, bringing food. Does he really know?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, he does." And obviously, he's now like, when I'm sick, they call him, yeah. and so like he now yeah. knows what's happening. what's happening. Like even though there was a period where he was like, "Omo, this is really tough." Like this is really really tough, and then we, st- we had to go second, for counseling yeah. because of that. We both had to go for counseling because of that. So it's even people that accept you for the thing. It's, it's always still going, hard. It's still yeah. Hard. Imagining the first time I had a life threatening crisis. I was in the ICU. I was on oxygen. I was unconscious. Hmm. This guy was broken. Like he stopped going to work. He was. Yeah. It was really hmm. bad. And after I recovered. He was watching me struggle like that that day. I almost lost my life that day, and he was there just standing. He's like, I don't want to see this happen again. Like, Mm. and obviously, but you know, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Mm. Like, I I don't want to sound dark, but it's something I've accepted. Mm. Like, that's why the way I live my life now, I'm just like everything I want to do, I'm doing. Like, I just living in the moments and enjoying everything because I've accepted that that might be a possibility. But it's like, don't say that. What are you saying? Of course. Yeah, yeah. but like, the day he watched me that day, he's like, I don't want this. I thought he was breaking up with me that day, the way he was sounding. <laughs> mm. I was, and I'd accept, after I recovered, I'm like, oh, I know that this guy is going to break up with me. <laughs> I was already ready. Mm. So when we had that conversation, he's like, I don't want to see this happen again. And I'm mm. like, but it's mine. Yeah. And then he just took a deep sigh. And he's like, hmm, what can we do? I'm like, just break the breakup. Something. <laughs> I know what's going on. And then he did it. And I was really surprised. And then he's like, I think he even, he was the one that suggested it. He was like, Based I think transplant. we should go for counseling. Counseling mm-hmm. first. And then we said, you know, and then that was when he was, he didn't even tell me, he was the one that came up with the, the idea to like put up a go for yeah, me. And then he spoke money. to my other friends mm-hmm. and then they rallied and, 
I just woke up one morning and saw that I was trending on Twitter. I said, hey, God. Mother, you're dragging me. You're on Twitter. And I just saw BMT for, I'm like, what? What's going on? And then that's what happened. Yeah. That's a beautiful story. Amazing. Beautiful story. People are going to start sending us, please, where did Presh see him? What's the location? Are you the first? Uh, are you the first? What do you mean, Van Hobbles? Are you eating sugar? Yeah, are you eating sugar? <laughs> I need a club scenario. I need, I need to share the funny story. Like, we all went, I think it was my birthday. Mm. We. That was not we your finished, own birthday. It was my birthday. We finished having dinner and everything. Obviously, on your birthday, you're feeling the love, yeah. excited. You're <laughs> so like, I'm just like, ah, let's go dancing. And I like to dance. I like, but I already, like, when I dance, I dance for like two minutes and I want to dance. I drink what I watch other people make videos. <laughs> you know, so I, I was so excited. I was just dancing. Every dancing time. more than two minutes. Yes, every time we go out and I'm dancing, he'll just look at me. It's time, it's, time to it's time to come and see that. It's like, or if I'm not even listening to him, he'll just stand up. He'll just say, let's go and order a drink. Let's go. Like, he's always very micromanaging yeah. me and I, I, I really appreciate that. So, yeah. that day I was so excited. I was dancing, jumping. Ah. That's how my... I looked at him. He said, "Oh no!" <laughs> he just started and said, "Yes." That's how he went forward, packed the car in front. They carried me. The bouncers were like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't carry me because oh it felt like the pain, like my whole body. Was, oh, so the bouncer, the bouncer was the one that carried, carried me to the car and I'm there with my short dress. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> funky. <laughs> my, my boyfriend is like, no, we have to change. So he pulled his shirt. He's like, because they would judge you. <laughs> exactly. In the hospital, he's like, you know your condition. You, you know what? <laughs> they would shout at you. So we need to change. So they gave correct. me wipes. I cleaned my makeup. I looked very... Sad. I was like, I picked her up. You know, she's not... We have to cover because when they know that you're the cut yeah. they treat you badly. They, they don't... They don't offer. Yeah. Exactly. They'll make you suffer in the pain small so that you learn your lesson. <laughs> They're like, no, we're not going to have that. We need them to like attend to me quickly. So they changed, cleaned my Can makeup, imagine. removed my wig. <laughs> Look like I'm not coming from. And then that was it. So after that day, um, I've not seen the girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> <coming yet. laughs> Birthday or not. Birthday yeah. or not. Yeah. Oh, wow. But I'm yeah. really glad that you have supportive friends. Yeah. Yes. And I think That's it's really important. like, it's, fantastic. <laughs> it's really proactive and cool that you, you learned so much. It was really about self advocacy. Yeah. Because something about being ill in Nigeria, people act like if you are, Weak in your body, you're weak in the mind. Yeah, yeah. You just Correct. act like, oh, forget she doesn't that. Look, oh, she's yeah, just whole, sick. What does she know? She's yeah. just sick. Yeah. Yeah, because people on Instagram, because I talk about it a lot on Instagram, that's how I sort of built my platform. And the people that would just message me, you need to come to my church this Sunday. I'm telling you that <laughs> once the man people. of God touches you, your, you your life, your life, you oh be- God. And I'm like, see, if I begin to share, I've seen, I've been on tour to churches. churches. I have been to every every church. Imagine, (laughs) and then there, there, you know how funny religion is. Yeah. They lay hands on you. You don't fall. They make sure you fall down. There was a time a man of God was praying for me, and obviously laying hands and. If I don't, didn't feel I didn't it. fall you down and he now. used his leg and, <laughs> and I fell and I fell on a couple of chairs and I had a crisis there. Wow. In trouble. 
Inside the church. Inside the church. Now the spirit is working. I said it's not serious. Take me to the hospital now. Now. They carried me out. So I've been to every church. I've been to, and obviously as a believer, that has, that's, that's tough as well. It's tough when people always say, you just need to, and you know, some people make you believe that you're not praying enough. Hard enough. You're not, or like you're maybe, not you're because not, you're your spirit, That's why your God has not healed you. Is not, you know, is you're not. Yeah. And Omo, I've just I've learned to protect my space. Like I don't. I don't reply people that DM me to say you need to come to me. I just delete. Yeah. Delete. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't interact with people that always come with unsolicited solutions. Yeah. You don't know me. You don't know like what I'm doing. You don't know the story. You just come. Ah, this herb. Drink ugu. <laughs> I mix it with you. I'm like, do you know that ugu, drinking ugu like that affects the liver? Yeah. Like, people don't know that. It's just mm-hmm. like, mm, drink, drink ugu. It. Mix it with Martina and Besides, milk. it has a lot of iron. <laughs> yes, a lot of iron and iron. And, and, and iron affects much, us. You have iron. too much iron already. It's, 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 it's milk. Uh, milk and, you know, I know somebody that did this and did that and they are healed. I have scars on my every mm. joint. Um, One of my aunties from the village, when my parents traveled out of the country, that was when she came to the house and said, there is one malam. Hey, Kaduna. Hey, we need to go to Kaduna. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's one malam in Kaduna that cures sickle cell. cell. So I was 13 and very small. I cannot fight. Yeah. They bundled me. Went on a road trip to Kaduna. Went to one thick village. Thick village where I was not even on that side. I understand how sad, but the like house that they were yeah. speaking was thick. So I didn't even know what they were saying, what they were doing. That's how the malam brought sharp razor blades. That's and then cut me at every at every joint my back wow. my waist my legs you see my knees there's, there's so joints and then when they cut his he rubbed, rubbed something, something like yeah. it was eh? black mm. on me and just mm, I was my whole body was on fire and then they left me there came with some herbs brand gave me the infection I had <laughs> after that wow trip. and that will cause severe crisis. and it's yeah. also so like undignifying like why would you do yeah. that like why are you cutting me up card me I went I was very infected it was bad I was in the hospital for like three months wow. after that took you to the hospital my auntie panicked when well, she, she saw that it wasn't uh-huh. working and she took me to the hospital my dad came and there was, he wasn't sure. talking to her for years wow. because he's like he could have killed my That's child time. like it was this was recently that they reconciled mm. <laughs> but like it was really mm. bad it was really really bad then there was one other man in Enugu <laughs> I've been to places I've been to places so this one eh, they told mm-hmm. my dad that we were going to Enugu teaching hospital that was another relative said told my dad that ah, we're going to Enugu teaching hospital and, they all mean and, my, well. and my dad is like eh okay he wasn't in the, he wasn't in town so he was mm-hmm. like okay I'll send someone to go with you guys and then so they send money everything we're going we now stopped at the typical Igbo compound mm-hmm. I'm like okay maybe they're starting to buy Obono because they always chat Obono from it <laughs> when they now said that she come down, I said, ah, we're coming down to for what to do what now? That's why I saw How one old. old you on this? This one, it was in my hundred level. I was seventeen, mm-hmm. so I was more yeah, aware. but I was still small. So they <laughs> always bundle me. <laughs> so I was like, this is not Enugu Teaching Hospital. You people said we are going to Enugu Teaching. This is not Enugu Teaching Hospital. Just saw the man with some objects, hmm. injection, herbs. Huh? 
just mixing science yes. and it was just a very funny setup that was unhygienic, first of all. So the man Shady. said that he will inject um, wow. my somewhere under my boob that here will swell up. Eh? Once here swells up, then he will cut it out. That's the success. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. That's what he explained to me. And then he said that we drink the herbs. They mix the herb with acetamin. The acetamin activates the herbs. <laughs> once I drink once you drink the herb with acetamin inside. That wound that they've cut out is it's to, is to keep note that it's coming out. That it's podgy. So I'm like, okay, this what you're saying doesn't make sense <laughs> at all. I'm like, see, I don't know anybody here, but I'm leaving. And oh I, I I said going I'm, and you mom was like, no. I don't know. Do I know whether that, that eh, he tried to submit research? Did not support his research. <laughs> that was that, support that was research. He said, no, that he's actually a doctor, but oh he my makes me. I was like, no, oh this man is not goodness. a doctor. This man, as I was arguing, and obviously, you know how adults yeah. are like, no, you're going to do this. We've come all this way, eight hours on the road before. That's how they bundled all his daughter sons, bundled me on the chair, and the man injected me. Are you serious? With whatever it was. I don't know what it was. Oh. And then what he said, happened and he actually cut out i have a scar this car was was deep i could slip my finger into yes it was deep and he didn't stitch the place he just bandaged me and then i was there on the road for eight hours bleeding out (laughs) bleeding out and they were where where were your parents where was your dad at this time my dad wasn't my dad traveled a lot for work so so. he wasn't around Mm -hmm. and they had lied to him that we were going to the hospital even me they lied to me that I was going to any teaching hospital Mm -hmm. and then we ended up at someone's hut so like I was there bleeding out till we reached Abuja I'm like see I would die here because what and you know how the roads are good yeah Exactly. And now you're causing blood loss. Exactly. With the open scar, I was just... Infection. I was just... I'm just like, God, I don't want to die like this. God forbid. Oh, it happened. They dropped me at home. They didn't even drop me at the hospital. Wow. I was the one that just like called a cab I and then to took the myself to the hospital. I come and I said, they lied again, no, that this is not what happened. And then oh, she came no. back down. Another infection again. That's it. it was, was, so they had to like... Sepsis teach the place it was really bad Sepsis. so I have like scars from traumatizing things, things. Oh so now God. when people talk to me I'm like nope just keep quiet I'm <laughs> not hearing you I'm not doing it I'm not going anywhere exactly. just leave me alone with the medications I have exactly. it is fine so now people tell me that I'm, I don't like you don't like accepting help you're very arrogant so for somebody that is not feeling fine we're only trying to help you I'm like Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. I'm not, I'm okay. Thank you. They're also, fine. Fine. Wow. Yeah. Um, so you've so, been through the whole hog, haven't yeah, you? Everything. Dr. Akisha, I wanted to ask you about your center. Yes. And like how people can find out more information and what you do there. Okay. So excellent. That. Good question. Um, the National Sickle Cell Center is in Ish- opposite Luce. Shagaro is through there, right opposite um, um, Luce. It was established by Sickle Cell Foundation Nigeria, okay. which is a, a non-governmental entity. It's not government. And um, th- that center is the first of its kind in the whole of Africa wow. for sickle cell. So like I said, fittingly, because Nigeria has the highest um, burden of disease in the world. So people still, we one of the things we do is training. We train counselors, doctors, 
Like, I guess doctors need constant training about sickle yes. cell. Nurses need constant training because the treatment is evolving. Yeah. You got, we do something that I said used to be a pediatric disease when we were, when yeah. I was a medical student. Now everybody, they're living up to 90, 90 years and over. Yeah. So it's an adult condition and they're having more complications. So we do a lot of training, training from, for all healthcare workers on sickle cell all over Africa and even beyond. And we've come up with publications, handbook for doctors and nurses. And medical, I give it to medical students as well. Med, in medical school, you don't have more than three hours of sickle cell in your curriculum. So you just learn on the job. So as a doctor, as a nurse, they actually learn how to mm. treat sickle cell. So we give out these handbooks, handbook for doctors and nurses free. Mm-hmm. We developed, we, we produced it in collaboration with WHO Afro, African Regional Office. But we give it out free so everybody has access to it. You can also access it on our website. Um, electronically. Mm. I think, yes, you can download it electronically and, and it's free also. The important thing is to put it in the hands of doctors and so that they know what how to manage sickle cell yeah. because it's still not very good. We're still not handling yeah. it, managing it well. So apart from that, Monday to Friday, um, because it's not a hospital, it's not a hospital, we, we, um, we have sickle cell counseling for patients who already have sickle cell for the families, for prospective couples and then we do go out, do outreaches to communities, to schools. We establish single cell clubs in schools. We're advocating, um, so a lot of advocacy is going on with government at all levels, at a national level, talking to them at national assembly because they're the ones that are coming up with laws. You can come up with policies that the executive, you say we have the policy for sickle cell. If you don't have a policy, we'll, we'll write the policy for you. Yeah. Pass it through the back. Um, say, Minister of Health, you brought up this policy. We know that we did the work. Because at the end of the day, we just want to make sure that sickle cell is controlled. So if you have a policy come, that has come out from the health sector, from the executive, the legislature should give it bite, that legal backing. So there's need for legislation. But what legislation is coming out? The kind that says people who are AS and AS, if they marry, they will be penalized. They will be jailed for 10 years or they'll be fined for, I don't remember how many million naira. So we say, that's not the way. That's not the way to go. We know we want to control sickle cell. We don't want to prevent it, but not like this. Mm. And even the um, NBA, Nigerian Bar Association, has also come to work with us. It's against fundamental human rights to prevent people from marrying one another or to, to punish them, them. penalize them. And say that children who are born to such couples will not be treated in government hospitals mm. for goodness sake. That, that, that so hurts me the most. Yes. Yeah. It's a child. The child is totally innocent. Mm. And, and the parents may not even have known anything about sickle cell. What about those in the village have no idea yeah. about sickle cell? So for all that advocacy, the, the information, the health promotion, we're going out to communities across Nigeria, not just in, in um, Lagos State, but we're doing it zone by zone. One Lagos State, and the federal government has done is established what they call centers of excellence, one in each zone of the country. And they're, they're federal medical centers. But everything government, I don't know, somehow they just don't work on yeah. their own. Mm-hmm. So what we do is partner with them and work in the community and want to just raise awareness mm-hmm. and talk to people about it and see indeed how much super cell do we have? Or how, who are those who are AS? And do we, are we catching them young? Are we doing these tests free? Because tests have to be done free. If you say they should pay, they won't pay. Mm-hmm. So we are working with all those federal government entities in the, set, the various zones to reach the communities in all the zones of the country. Then for our bone marrow transplantation is the governors that we've asked to pay because this thing's expensive. So there any indigent from any state who wishes to have them bone marrow transplantation 
I think the there's a, there's a a department of those social social welfare determine those who are who can't afford, and the state governors mm. will pick up the tab. So okay. apart from that, they do they do clinics. We do what we call daycare. We're not a hospital, but any patient who comes in in pain, we must take care of that pain mm-hmm. and rehydrate and then refer. Okay. So, so daycare center is there. We also have what we call an exit blood transfusion unit. Exit blood transfusion is like a lifesaver. Yeah, oh my gosh, in, that in, helps me so much. Yeah, hi, yes. you know, because some yes. children come, sometimes they bring them at death's door. These children are almost dead. Because they have this complication called acute, acute chest, chest yes, syndrome. I've had it before. You've had it. Yeah. There's, they can't breathe. And, and like I said, without oxygen, there's no life, mm. you know. So, excellent blood transfusion, we have this machine. It's automated. It's like being on dialysis. Mm. Yeah. We just calculate how much um, of the AA blood we want to put in and how much of the sickled blood we want we to take, take out. out. And yeah. the patient just lies down. Within 15 minutes, maybe the children want to run around. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's, it's, like, like, it's like magic. Absolutely. Like- it's so, crazy. so there's a lot we're doing in the center. Many people don't even know. So I keep um, telling my media person, we have a website, young people know about mm-hmm. website and this and please put it out there in social media. Let people be yeah. more aware mm-hmm. of what's happening at the center. Mm-hmm. But there we are. That is, and then the most important thing we've done lately was open formally is this blood, this bone marrow transplant center that we have in collaboration then with them with Luce. Awesome. Well done. I think we'll try and put some of this in the Mm. show notes so you can access. Thank you guys so much for coming. So very enlightening. We had a good time. Did you have a good time? I had an excellent time. Now I see why this is fun. Ah, (laughs) No matter matter what you're talking about, it is fun, isn't Mm. it? Okay. Thank you so much. Thank you too for the work you're doing. Thank you. Sorry, before we go, let's not forget. You're feeling a space. Hello, Michael Jackson. This is Michael Jackson. For reasons you soon. Uh, please, what is Michael Jackson wearing today? That's always a, a hot topic. It's a shirt. So you and know the jeans. thing. If you start from, you know, my theory is always correct. <laughs> I have a theory. There's he he is into fashion. He dresses nice and normal, but there is like uh, he if he doesn't introduce an element of chaos, he can fit. <laughs> you know, that is what always happens because you can oh see gosh. like the hat lovely hat. You know, Lovely today's wearing shirt. two earrings, you know, so like maybe it's in the 90s or something. I don't know. <laughs> then, you know, he has a, a nice shirt and, you know, the jeans are nice. And then it just becomes a, a chaotic <laughs> environment. <laughs> because, okay, let's even say he was wearing yellow socks based on, you there's know, some yellow, some yellow, yellow shirt, on his shirt. Gold earrings. Then you now see this shoe of like his grandpa, <laughs> <laughs> which he wore on his wedding day. And you have to ask yourself, hey, what is going on? Do you know what I mean? What is, what is, like, what's, what's happening here? You saw all the trainers that you had. All the half shoes. You saw all, all the, the shoes you have, all the covers you have. You said, no, is this my grandpa's shoe? I must wear oh today. Goodness. And you know, and then it's brown. So, just for me, it's just is that, like, is it suede? Of course it's suede. Of course it has to be suede. If it wasn't suede, what, what would oh it be? Gosh. You know, and just, and it's just, but the consistency for me is what is no. important because there's always an element of always, chaos. and I think that that's you know that's your personality. So <laughs> that's fine. That actually is personality. I will be moving normal then. Normal. Then all Somehow. of a sudden chaos. So you know. Anyway, that is what Michael Jackson is wearing. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. This is Ayo. Yes. Thank you. <laughs>
Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Um, as usual, please make sure you leave your comments. Leave comments. Use the hashtag. Use the hashtag. Also, uh, I hope you guys are aware that by the time you come back, online PVC registration would have closed. However, in the month of June, you can still go to a physical center. You guys are voting for our lives. So I want you Honestly. to wake up and see what's going on. There's yeah. a lot of clownery. Of the foot. soft landing. Yes. yes. <laughs> so far floor. De- are you listening to <laughs> me? We are trying to make Nigeria a so far floor. So floor. <laughs> okay. That's Alexa. <laughs> Daniel as president. <laughs> That's what I suggest. Anyway, but the president signed the song. That's what I think we should. Like, she has a good understanding. Oh However, you can still get a PVC even if you, you haven't read online. It's yeah. a bit longer, but like, it's your Please, fault. You, you know what I mean? To. Please. So, you like Young listen people, you guys important. are watching the primaries there's a it's clownery it, it is a television <laughs> so i think you have to like they've decided this one for us yes and then now it's about to be our turn mm-hmm. so yes. please don't miss it like go to your local go to you know their near center mm-hmm. can't do it and online anymore after 30th of may hopefully they'll extend that but if they don't extend it you can still do it in june in so june. So thank you so much. Thank you guys. Thank you so, so much, Dr. Akisha. Thank, thank you, you Fresh. Thank you for having me. Thank you very much. Time. We had awesome a lovely time, time too. Yes. See you, you next. Week. See you guys.